also another uh, thing that Patrick really wants to do. It's called Tachyon Squadron, which is more like you're all fighter pirates. But if we make a sector, we can do all of those things. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? We're not probably, who knows how far we're going to get. We can just sit around and, and BS too. That's... Holy shit. <laughs> what was that? It was Somebody's my phone. phone? Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, yeah, so fake dice are four, four uh, uh, D6s. Sixes. They have two they pluses, have... two minuses, and two blank sides. And so you roll four of them. You add the pluses, you subtract the minuses. You get a number from plus four to minus four. Cool. And, and uh, generally, like, these are the dice they use. We'll, we'll use them in our... Uh, creation but it, the the game is very very um that's the main role and what you do is you know you'll have like a skill like maybe you have like uh computers at a at a plus two and so you would roll you know you could do an opposed roll or whatever against someone else or you could do a a, a roll against a a threshold like maybe you have maybe the difficulty is set at two so you'd use your plus two and then you'd roll the four dice and see what you got and you compare that to your difficulty number and then you'd succeed or fail. Um, that's, that's very kind of vanilla fate. That's the very basics behind it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think we'll get that far, but that's okay. But all right. So for the sector generation, unless you guys want to bullshit, because I'm all for bullshitting too. No, this is, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what the fuck this is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, I have no idea what you're talking about. So and Tachyon Squadron sounds cool too. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, and the I guess the key thing to know about Fate is that uh, it's a it's a very story f uh, story forward game. So for Kyle, like the thing I think that taught me the most about like how to play fate was like the powered by the apocalypse game. So like our legacy game. So like the, the, you know, in those, in that game, when like you would succeed, the player would get to like add a condition to the world or something or, or make right. something true. Yeah, fate is like very much. Point. Yeah. So fate kind of, uh, there's these things in fate, which uh, we might not get to actually playing tonight, but kind of the, the key part of fate, um, uh, they all kind of interact, but there's fate points, which are kind of like uh, a currency, right? Like Benny's and Savage Worlds or whatever. Um, and then you have aspects and the aspects are really what make your character special. And characters have aspects. Scenes can have aspects. Uh, ships can have everything. Anything can have an aspect. An aspect is just a, it's like something that's true about that object, person, place thing um so like you could your character could have an aspect like uh when i get mad i lose control right and that kind of that's kind of like a that's makes your character who they are and the way that plays in fate is if you're um if you're in a situation like uh, like you're fighting a guy and like, ah, oh, like I'm just going to go berserk on this guy. When I get mad, I lose control. And so I'm my melee roll. Like I'm going to trigger my aspect. I'm going to, I get a plus two on my roll because I'm triggering my aspect. You have to pay a fate point. You start everything with five fate points in this system. Um, 
and then you get the plus two and you know you describe how like you just go ape shit on this guy and do stuff the other way um and the way you get fate points is that someone can compel and the gm can do it too so like in a situation where uh you know, you maybe don't want your character to lose control. Somebody can point to you and say, oh yeah, when you get angry, you lose control. I want you to lose control. And your choices at that point, when you've been given a compel are um, to do it. And usually, you know, it's something not great that happens to your character, but you know, that's what makes the story interesting. Or you could say, no, I don't want to do that. And you have to pay them a fate point. Uh, But if you do it, you get a fate point. And you can self-compel, too, to generate fate points. Like, if you wanted to, yeah, the GM has to agree, but you're like, oh, you know, in this situation, my character would probably just lose his shit, and this would be bad for me because I'd do this, and this would happen. Uh, and then you say, you know, I'm self-compelling. And then you could, and if the GM agrees, he'd give you a fate point. Um, so that's how, that's that's kind of the give and take. And, the like, in the way that you're really, the way the game really flows is that you're, you're doing amazing things with your character and spending a whole bunch of fate points. And then like, Oh shit, I'm out of fate points. So then all the shit, all this bad shit is happening to your character. And, and that's what makes the story interesting. And you don't have a way to stop it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you have more fate points and then you bounce back. And, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the key part of fate in a nutshell. Um, The one thing I'm not like, and I've never played fate other than doing the sector generation thing with, um, uh, Art and Patrick, but the one thing uh, that I, I'm interested to try it. There is no, at least in Diaspora, there may be some other fate variants that have it, but like there's no character um, growth. You don't like, lo- there's no levels, you know, you don't get new skills. You kind of, you define your skills at the beginning. You can get new aspects. So I guess there's character growth in that standpoint. Are there and you- certain characters to choose from, or do you just make it all up? You make it all up. Mm, okay. There might be pregens out there somewhere. I know that mm-hmm. Tachyon Strike has a more kind of defined. We, if we go through the character process, if we get that far, which we might, mm-hmm. you basically just and it's kind of cool. It's it's kind of like some of the Powered by the Apocalypse games too, where um, if you've ever played any of those, they call it the Fate Trio. So like you're creating your character, and you make up a story about them, like. That something that happened to them long ago, and then the character to your left makes up a story that happened to your character more recently, and like they're in it, right? And so there's all these you you make these connections between the characters that way. So it's not yeah, the, uh, we all meet in a bar thing, <laughs> right? No, no, no. They all you usually you always have like the character to your left and your character to your right both make up a story about you. Um, your character, I think you make up a story first, and then the left and right make up one about you. Um, I like and that's, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what you get out of those, um, that's where you usually like you'll kind of like you gotta like I think you're responsible for like what's the character, what's the I don't know what's like what's the elevator pitch for your character, right? What's what makes what is like what's the one sentence description of your character? You come up with that and then everybody kind of riffs on that, and then you throw and like from those stories, you pull the aspects out of it, like the thing where, like, you know, when I get angry, I can't control, you know, I I lose and my how shit. How many aspects does your character have? Uh, I think you can have, like, five. It's 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 a little mm-hmm. unclear. It's kind of up to you. Um, like, this says ten. Characters have ten aspects. Yeah, could be. Could be ten. I don't know. Uh, there's it's a very... There, 
yeah. There are some very specific. Uh, I might be thinking of uh, some other fate stuff. This technically, uh, just history lesson wise, I was reading this for some unknown reason, but um, I think Theospore came out with like the first couple editions of Fate. Then they did a Kickstarter in like 2013, and that's where you get like if you go buy the Fate book in the in the game store now. It's from, they're all from the, you know, they revise it a little bit, but it's all the version of the Kickstarter. So, um, and that video art posted uh, weeks ago in the, and I could find it again if you're interested. It's a good video. Like the guy's like, why is Fate the worst RPG? Like, why is it the best system that no one should ever play? And his <laughs> whole, it's a great video. The guy's actually, I might go watch some of his other shit, but it's like, they basically, it's a, it's a really great system. They've basically taken, Hey, you know, if you if you want a story RPG, it's a, it's a great system. But like the way they've marketed it and the way they've written, like the it's very hard to learn, and they don't do anything to help. Like you know who like it was a really good point this guy had. Like why wouldn't you like have a whole system for like hey you've played five E before, this is how fate is different and and the same. And here's you know here's how you transition from five E to fate. Nope. Absolutely, they do none of that shit. They purposely, like, you're coming from 5e, like, they just kind of throw you into the meat grinder and, like, don't give you any... And people coming from 5e or any, like, D&D, like, they're going to be like, well, where's my hit points? I'm like, well, <laughs> you don't really have those. Um, <laughs> and and so then people try and, like, backfit fate into, like, what they're familiar with, which is fine, but they haven't... Like, the people that... Um, Evil Hat or just, yeah, he gives them a lot of shit, which they probably deserve. But it's still a good system. I, I don't Well, I don't know. That's the theory. I haven't actually played it. But anyway, let's make a sector because this is, this isn't really fate. This is just fucking around. Um, all right. Uh, the, um, the conceit of Diaspora, uh, and I'm saying it wrong, Diaspora. I think it's Diaspora. Uh, we, we looked this up last time. Because uh, John will get will get angry at me if I mispronounce shit, but whatever. Um, I think it's diaspora, but you know, diaspora is uh, it's like a like start without number. Uh, humankind had kind of went out among the stars, had all this great technology, and then something bad happened, right? And planets were isolated. Um, so the diaspora is the spreading out among the stars, um, and then. But now the situation we're in is like that that big empire, the empire collapsed, right? And so you have a lot of, so you have this sector and, you know, they don't know where Earth is. Like they were just, you know, it's been thousands of years since they knew where Earth was. No one's come from other places in the, in the galaxy in forever. Um, and so, but they're starting to like, you know, maybe there were wars and shit. And, but now they've kind of built up their technology. They're building ships again. And so it's this, kind of exploring and making new connections. And then there's, you know, these fledgling stellar empires and all this kind of shit. So that's how you end up with a sector in space. It's probably all humans, uh, but maybe they're going to be very different technology levels. So what we're going to do. Uh, it's diaspora. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I remember diaspora. It's diaspora. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long eye. I just looked it up. Yeah. All right. So um, we we got four people, um, 
and we should think about how many systems. I think we should each do two. So we're we're each going to generate two, like uh, and you know, like by systems, like a solar system, right? So, um, and usually in most, like we'll kind we'll kind of roll for all the things in the solar system, and we can throw extra shit in there. I've got all kinds of the stars without number random generators are great, and we can use those. Um, but the, we'll use the diaspora, diaspora. Um, I'm just going to get it wrong. I'm going to pr pronounce it differently every time. Um, <laughs> diaspora. I'm just waiting for what are the side effects if you take diaspora? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the, diazepam. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. So we're going to, and we can walk through this together since you guys uh, yeah. haven't done this before. Uh, we're going to roll the fate dice um, and we're going to roll three times for each system. So, um, and the and systems we'll, are these round circles on that one page, right? Right, right, right. And we'll, we'll, we can make, uh, we can make little text boxes and like put them next mm -hmm. to it or something like that. Sure. Um, so the, uh, so for each of your worlds, you're going to roll, so you're going to roll six times three for each one you're going to get the technology and this is on page 15 in the pdf um the technology the environment and the resources um the uh the the uh conceit of the world is that um like which pdf is it it's not the uh, diaspora rpg pdf because that's not that's only eight pages what huh i must no, have your Two of Mine's them. 270 pages. Yeah, that sounds much better. 270 <laughs> is right. Did you get uh, it out oh, of the okay. channel? Yeah, you're right. I, I see. So what there may be there are two that are at 15. There are two that are similarly named, but yeah. They're the same. I was looking at file five of eight up at the top and moving oh, left okay. to right with the arrows. That's where oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so on page 15. <clears throat> So uh, the way that the technology of the, the conceit of the technology in this system is that uh, they use what are called slipstreams. It's like their hyperdrive or whatever. And that systems like there are kind of connections between systems. Um, so like when you're on the slipstream point for a system, which is kind of if you think of the solar system, you know, when you buy the thing at the science store, right, it's a little planet circling around. They're all, they're all kind of flat, which is actually true. It's like a flat disc of the planet circling around, except for like fucking Pluto, you know, which is kind of out. But, um, <clears throat> and so the, the above, if you get, that's the ecliptic, that flat disc. So it, above and below there are slipstream points. Um, and from that slipstream, you would engage your slipstream drive and jump to another system. Um, and you can have, they can be, you can maybe have a couple of different options. Uh, I think like three or four different options. So, but technology wise, um, you have to be at least T2 to be able to um, construct uh, slipstream ships. So we probably want at least one, planet in our sector uh like to i mean i guess you could have leftover from before the diaspora um uh like the, some old slipstream ships or something we could come up with shit i don't know we can make shit up but anyway that's the conceit that like there's these hype these slipstreams and uh but t2 technology 2 um so like a plus 2 is what you need to 
uh, be able to like maintain and actually build these ships. Um, and if you get T3, then you can build even better ones. And then T4 is like uh, um, transhumanity, right? Where like the AIs have taken over and shit. So if you end up with no system that has <laughs> slipstream use, basically, then it's like, oh, I guess we're going to play a non-spacefaring uh, RPG. Or, well, like I said, or you say like, maybe they're like, you don't have the technology to build them, but there's old ones from before the collapse, right? There's ways around it. Or you can just yeah. make sure that at least one system in your cluster has T2. And we can just force that. Like whatever's close, whoever's closest to T2, we just make T2. It's up to us. We're generating it. You know, we, we don't have to listen to the dice if we don't want to. Um, and so we'll, uh, we'll, let's do one. Let's do a world and see how it goes. Um, who wants to go first? Or do you guys want me to go first? Doesn't matter to me. Maybe you should. Well, well, I was going to say I'll do it. All right, Kyle. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna hold his hand, Hollywood. It'll be fine. We're all gonna help him. Like, yeah, you know, roll <laughs> <laughs> technology. Right. It's actually yeah, page twenty nine of the PDF. Is it? Yeah. It's well, yeah. The, the PDF. It's PDF page twenty nine, yeah. but it's oh. yeah document page, page fifteen. <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I have an actual book in my hand. That's all right. I just kept scrolling until I found it. <laughs> okay. All right. Give us a give us a fate dice roll there, Kyle. Let's get technology for World One. So, and I'm just looking at the interface down there. So, just you see tapping, fate dice? clicking. Yeah, just clicking and then roll one die. No, oh, click, click click it oh. and then roll. Okay. It, it'll put it in the chat. It'll say like forge slash r forty f four. Okay. And if I wanted then, to roll more, I'd just hit the plus or whatever. And, okay. Uh yeah maybe I don't know I haven't tried that oh that plus the plus will give you a plus one that's what the plus does usually you're always oh, rolling Ooh, look okay. at you T two we've got our T two Kyle fixed the fucking yeah. problem slipstream nice. right. slipstream so we're not going to be playing we're not going to be playing a low magic setting uh, that's right <laughs> all right let's go why don't we just roll all three give me another another one for the environment whoa fuck. This is going to be like the some garden, some garden world. worlds, yeah. There's that means it's very, so. it's a very uh, habitable system. Lots of lots of places where people can live. All right, and then resources. So this is like so that's much... so some gar so that's like multiple planets then that are garden worlds. Right. Is that what that? Yeah, okay. and the, if you go down like uh, and the real world pages, and I yeah, I don't have the PDF pages then. Um, like it lists all the things uh, starting on page 20 in my real book. Uh, so some garden worlds, this system has at least okay. two worlds that are inhabitable by humans at ground level. <clears throat> These systems do not need an unnatural explanation, but they might have one. Like it could be like, uh, you know, like it maybe you know, it was terraformed before the collapse or something. We can think about that. All that shit is up for us to decide. Now we're doing resources. Resources, yeah. So this is like make it really piss poor for resources. That'd be interesting. I don't know. Wow, look at you. Okay, that's one rich. This is a yeah, and rich. Let me read the rich description. The system may be an active trader in cluster-wide commodity markets if its technology level is sufficient, which it is. Even if the technology is low, there will be an active trader in rights to spacefaring neighbors to exploit the outer system. Simply. Because taking things by force is not 
all that profitable for minor gains in an R1 system. So it's got, you know, it maybe it has like uh, like like an asteroid belt with a lot of. I mean, we can decide what are the resources, uh, but it's got R like since you're plus one, you're generating enough resources that there would be something worth trading outside the system. Versus like a zero would mean it's just basically sustaining itself and probably not generating a lot of things that other people want. All right, so let's go. Let me go to the. All right, and, what's the and, name of that system? Exactly. We have to, Kyle has to think of that, or we all have to think of that. And then we're um, going to put little notes on the. Uh, yeah. On the, on the so we'll, we'll say T2. Uh, what was the second one? Not resources. Um, it was Garden Worlds. Garden Worlds, but what's some, some, some Garden Worlds? Environment E3 uh, R1. Uh, I want this font to be. Can you guys see when I make stuff in here? Uh, yeah, I just like type that out. Yeah, uh -huh. cool. Uh, let me make this smaller. All right. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, Kyle, like, this would be like, so it's a name for a solar system within a cluster. Um, or you could name, and sometimes they're named after the, you know, the main planet. Um, but it's a. Uh, Pretty high technology, a very lush system. Um, we, can, uh, we can call it the Akron system, just for aliens. Okay. Uh, how do you spell Akron? C-H-C-H-E-R-O-N. C-H-A-C-H. Oh, A-C-H. E-R-O. -E oh, okay. All right. Akron. Nice. All right. I'll just use Akron. Um, and I'm just going to keep... They named, uh, it's technically what they named LV-426 once the colonists nice. settled there. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, we're going to come back to... Let's see. Let me look at the procedure here. Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, the Slipstein guarantee right next to those tables talks about making sure you have at least one T2. But anyway... Um, Let's see. And so the process is everybody's supposed to be working on this at the same time, and then we're all supposed to come together. But I think it's more fun if we do it all together. Yeah, um, yeah I like seeing what people get. Yeah. Um, so we did the name. Uh, um, oh, they, oh, yeah. I like. I like. We should. We should have some new new blank systems too. Um, okay, so now uh, it's actually probably good that I talked about aspects. Um, so here we're supposed to uh, generate two aspects. Um, and I can pull out the, the stars without number random generators are good for that. Um, that represent the um, uh, something else about the system, right? So they have a whole list of uh, ideas. It could be political stuff like... Uh, a benevolent monarch, uh, turmoil. It could be um, philosophy, hopelessness of a way of life. Every man for himself, the law above all. Um, could be geography, one vast desert. I mean, this would be more probably a world. Uh, underground cities. It could be water world. Uh, could Is there be... a role that picks how many planets are in this system? Well, uh no, I think we can decide that, or we could go to. Let me go to the stars without number um, 
or we could just fucking roll some dice if we like. We know there's at least two habitable worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of up to us. So I think to you know one of the things that could give you a uh, resource thing like gas giants are good resources, right? They can be used for fuel. So having a gas giant in the system might be a good idea. Um, if you if you want that to be why you have resources, I mean. Um, so this is Kyle's world. I don't want to take agency away from him. Um, uh, I'm just so the aspects are they're just character like this is this is pure improvisation. Or like I said, um, uh, we can also roll, and I can roll this for you. I have the I didn't post these, but um, I can roll for you on this. Uh, they have world tags in. Uh, start without number. Let me just roll one and see what we get. They're pretty good. There's a hundred of them. Uh, 16. Cyber communists. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love it. Oh, here we go. Let me read you the description. On this world, communism actually works thanks to pre-tech, that would be before the, the fall, computing devices in greater or less, lesser amounts of psychic precognition. Ooh, it's minority report the, the system. Central planning nodes direct all production and employment on the world. Citizens in good standing have access to ample amounts of material goods for all needs and many wants. Instead of strife over wealth, conflicts erupt over political controls, cultural precepts, or control over the planning nodes. Many cyber communist worlds show considerable bias toward the private interests of those who run the planning nodes. Well, shocker there. <laughs> that's and that's uh, here. Let me roll again and see what else we got. Are those tables online or is that a PDF? Uh, it is a PDF. I mean, I have a book, but uh, let me see if um, I have the 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 basic stars without number book is free, actually. Oh, from where? Uh, but I don't know if they're in the basic one. Oh. I think they are, but uh, it's on drive through. Let me search. I can see if I can find a link. Stars without number is the best. Uh, for random generators. So, and that's what this—that's the aspect tables are actually from Stars Without Number, or what you're using for the aspect tables. I, I use them as a like uh, shit. I don't know what uh, what what um, uh, I don't know what aspect to generate. I use them as an idea generator. So that's what that's what I mean. Like, that, but the aspects, like, I'm still struggling with what those are in terms of this game. It's just, it's just. Yeah, and that is, um, and honestly, you're you're not alone. Um, here, I'm gonna let me just. Uh, that is the hardest thing about fate. Uh, I'm putting it. Yeah, because it's. Uh, I'm just. I'm just reading about it. Each player. Players give each of their systems two aspects that reflect their unique identities, extrapolated from the attributes. Right. Uh, best so, time, consideration, discussion with others at the table. So yeah, you, I mean, you also you, you have to look at what these planets have, and then then come up with. I mean, right. anything you're, that's you kind of related. It. Right. So we know it's, you know, you've got slipstream, like you might be like one of your aspects, you've got tech too, right? So you could be, you could say one of your aspects could be, uh, and this might be pretty useful, like um, Starship uh, gener uh, starship construction facility, right? It can just be a thing that's in the system. Right. Or or it can well, be I like, like... I like cyber communists. That's pretty good. I like cyber communists too. That's pretty fucking good, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, now I just downloaded the free edition. Let me see if it's in there. Let's look in the 
Sector Creation, page 129. Better than Cyber Nazis, at least. Yes, of course. Yeah, much better. <laughs> but not no, as that'll, bad. Be, that'll be one system over. The, the cyber <laughs> communists left us to fight the cyber fascists. And That's right. Not as bad as, as it'll be on Nazis, the, Yeah, <laughs> it'll be on the, the Eastern Front. Yeah, page... Uh, the table I'm rolling on, Hollywood, is page 132. Page one. In the free party, yeah. And I rolled a 16 where you can see cyber communists. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this stuff is fucking brilliant. Anyway. Um, all right. So let's give it a tag of cyber communism since Kyle likes that. Let me put that on there. Let's see. Uh, cyber communists. <laughs> and what else do you want to. And, and that's an aspect, right? Yeah. That's, and then, that's their. And that's political and economic structure. Right. Oh. I'm just wondering if there's an aspect that we should do an aspect related to environment since we have some garden worlds there. Oh, yeah. If, you know, the like, the, uh, what do you the, think? the sector breadbasket or something, you know, oh. that they're, uh, that they're the, yeah. the producers I, of food. I'm going to go exactly with that. Sector breadbasket. That's perfect. That's exactly what an aspect would be. Great. All right, one world down. Let's rotate. Who wants to go next? Ooh, I'll go. All right. <laughs> All right, give me, uh, let's do three rolls and I'll copy this. And Okay, here comes technology. Okay. And that is going to be a minus two industrialization. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Steampunk. Yeah. Yeah, and like Victorian. Yeah. Environment. Yep. Is going to be a minus one, so that is a survivable world. So it's it's tough. Yep. Well, I think if you read, uh, let me see what it says. It just means there's a world. I think like you, maybe you have to wear like a rebreather or something. It's not like his. The environment is like how easy is it to live, right? So he's got two worlds, like Earth, in his it's system. Like, uh, Plague Doctor Steampunk. Yes, yes. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> we might have some aspects some already. Aspects, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And oh, that's gonna be not good. Uh, <laughs> uh well a one for resources. It's they're rich in resources. So okay. people are raping them for resources. I was gonna say they're in the strip yeah. mining phase of <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh so what did you I'm gonna write down plague. Plague Doctor Steampunk. Plague Doctor Steampunk being uh, with terrible, terrible uh, uh, pollution because of the strip mining from the. Other oh yeah, from. yeah. Um, okay. Pollution um, and strip mining. About that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Let me do a D100 and see if I can pull anything cool. Okay. Yeah, and we can do more than, I mean, we don't have to stick to the number of aspects that they have. 81. 81 yeah. is sealed. What? Sealed menace? Yeah. Well, yeah, then you got to go read about it. Okay. Sealed menace, and they're alphabetical. That sounds like there's like something uh, like, a, like Cthulhu is sealed up in a tomb there. <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you Kevin Crawford who's the guy who did Star Wars Love Number like oh so good like I read this stuff like oh, 
They're all good. Oh, sealed menace. That's exactly it. Planet has a potential to create enormous havoc for the inhabitants if it is not kept safely contained by its keepers. Whether a massive seismic <laughs> fault line suppressive suppressed by uh, pre-tech terraforming technology, a disease that has been quarantined within hours of discovery, or an alien alien relic that requires regular say. keep in order to prevent the planetary catastrophe. Or we could do the uh, loss where somebody's the dwarves, the dwarves dug too deep. Too That's deep. right. Yeah. Yes. Awakened an well, ancient evil. Well, do you want to throw that on there? I, I kind of want to. Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> so, uh, um, what what do you want to... Uh... A massive seismic fault line. <clears throat> okay. You want to do that one? Yeah. Uh, let's see. From all the terraforming. You know, Massive again, <clears throat> they dug too deep. Oh, nice fault from pre <coughs> pre. I would say pre de terraforming. Um, I think we need to say barely uh, kept in check by old pre de tech. Is that what, does that sound good to you? You know what I'm saying? Pre pre diaspora, di diaspora. Yeah. Right. All right, and we need a name for this system, Hollywood. Uh, hmm. Um, reliquary. Ooh, nice. All right. With a QA water. Yep. Nice. Okay. Perfect. That's really good. All right, James, you want to try one? Um, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Give me some rolls. I'll be on the other screen here and type some shit in. Where on um, Foundry do I roll? Uh, if you go in the chat. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and you click the fate roll. And oh, then I see. Okay. Roll. Yeah, and then you have to, it'll put it something in the chat window, and then you just hit roll. So I did. I don't have to hit minus plus or anything. It's just hit roll. That would give you a bonus. Yeah. No, you just want to hit roll. You just want to straight up roll. But you click fate dice first. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. There we go. All right. T1. What is T1? Um, exploiting the system. Yeah. Let's read that. Uh, the culture is able to commercialize the exploitation of its system. Any habitable systems will be inhabited. Okay. Kind of like uh, it's uh, what's the what's the science fiction series like? We're we're in the solar system. We have the expanse. You know, we have the expanse. Yeah, we have colonies on Mars. We've got, you know, you're you've colonized all the planets in your system. You've got within system space power. Um, okay, T one. All right, give me the next one, James. Okay. Ooh, minus two, two environment. Yeah, Hostile that's... environment, gravity, but dangerous atmosphere. <laughs> okay, think about that, and then give me the last roll for your resources. You've had a lot of re positive resources. So does this this apply? Am I rolling for like multiple planets, or is this one planet? Or it's a it's a system, right? It's a solar system, right? We're rolling. Yeah. So it, it would be, you know, like you're roll, like you're going to define the whole system and all the planets in it. So it's kind of okay. under your. 
So right now the planets are kind of screwed up with the gravity or whatever. They're not great. They're yeah, hostile environments. Yeah. So you rolled an invite. So that like normally all systems, like even Kyle's system, Archeron is going to have like har- harsh environments, but he's got two planets in his system, at least maybe more that are earth-like. You don't have any, you have like your best planet you have in your system as something seriously wrong with it. It's not a fun place to live. <laughs> and, and, and you get to decide what that looks like. Uh, it's just yeah. guiding. All right. And then the last role is for how many resources like do you have? It's going to be you, a four. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's well, of gold. Every, everything you could possibly want. Nobody can live there. Oh, we got a two. That's the highest resources we've gotten so far. One significant export. Yeah. Okay. So you can think about that. So something you, you've you got, you've got the tech almost to build uh, hyperdrive slipstream ships, um, but not quite. Like you've got, you know, you could probably, if someone invaded your system, like if Archeron invaded, you could probably fight them pretty well because you know, you've got in-system ships. Um, but you don't like you maybe you know uh, you but the only environments within your system like it's all it's all shitty planets like there's no there's no garden planet there's no fun place to live but maybe that makes you guys but, but they're all they're all fighting over the diamond planet right yeah so <laughs> then, one, one resource <laughs> yeah and then you've got one big resource that everybody from the whole sector wants. So you can talk about what you want. Well, let's let's think about what what do we want or, that or to be? the spice? Could be the spice. It could be the uh-huh. spice. Yeah, I mean it's James's decision in the end, but so, we can give you input. Yeah. So I mean, is this something that would be made up, or is there like things I should? No. Yeah, it can be made up. It's up to us. Like the guidelines about the slipstream technology and stuff. That's just to kind of the way the rules were written, but uh-huh. like, if you want to say like spice or do you want, if there's like some component, some element or something that you need to generate a slipstream drive, that's within our power. We can, this is our, like we're writing a story, James. We can decide everything. We can decide to throw slipstream shit away if we wanted to. It just, then we might have to like jigger with the rules. So what would be something like, um, like a s- ships would need that, um, if they ever wanted to make like, you know, they could go out of systems and all that, that would be a, an important resource or something like that. Maybe like, a, uh, like a d- yeah. I mean, do you want it to be a real thing or do you want like dilithium crystals? Yeah. So I was kind of thinking <laughs> of dilithium crystals kind of thing. Yeah. So that's whatever you, you need. It's whatever you need to develop slipstream technology and they can't yeah. stop fighting over it. So they've never been able to develop slipstream technology. How about, how about in, in, in honor of art, we'll call them tri tantalum crystals. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This maybe they're not, um, they don't realize what they have. And that that's perfect. Yeah. Or, or, you know, there's a don't... civil war. Ooh. Yeah. Kiss yeah. That would be, yeah. Some reason why like they're not making the best of it. And then needed for slipstream. Okay. And then uh, Civil War. I like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't realize, don't realize uh, what they have. So you got Civil War fighting over something they can't actually use yet, but other people want. Yeah, they just know it's valuable, but they're not really sure why. I like this. I li- yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they want to want to get out of the system because the planets are so. Un- the civil war. The civil war was kicked off by people from 
other systems like Archeron coming in and like influencing all the political systems to get, and there's many, maybe there's multiple corporations. Oh no, it's a cyber communist. Um, maybe, well, maybe we'll have another system. Like maybe it's multiple competing things and the civil war is actually between factions fighting over the tritanalum crystals. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'd love it. Good stuff. All right. My backup plan was a, a world where it was all gangsters, like in that episode of. Um, I, you're going to get another one. Yeah, no, we. <laughs> well, you. I mean, yeah, and it, we can, like, you don't even. If you want to create a world, like, we could roll, like, low technology. We could do that. Yeah, like the Star Wars, epi- uh, Star Trek episode, Civil War, uh, from external uh, forces. Cool. All right, and then we and James, we need a name. You can call and you know, there's no there's no name too dumb. It could be like New Mars, or I don't know, or you can be whatever. <laughs> um, let me think. Or you can go to uh, like the uh, is there a planet? Or grab a book off your shelf and point to a page. <laughs> yeah, planet name generator. Oh, there's plenty of these. Oh. Complete field guide of North American wildlife. Let's see what this has in it. <laughs> there is a there is a planet name generator on fantasynamegenerators.com. I'm, I'm not liking any of the ones I see. Ulara. Fan Ripe. <laughs> How about okay. R- Rigel, Rigel Vertex? Oh, okay. I like it. All right. Very good. Perfect. Okay. All right. Let me do one. You guys can all help me. Let's roll here. I'm just going to roll. Boom. Technology. What? Why do I have a plus one on there? Uh, Oof. Minus one atomic power. Yeah. Minus three for environment. Wow. Barren world. Gravity, no atmosphere. Oh, but a single big export. All right. So let's see here. Uh, so I need. A, uh, let's just. The cyber Nazis are coming for both of our worlds. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. I rolled. What did I roll? I rolled T minus one, E minus three, R two, T minus one, E minus three. What does it say for uh, the environment? The minus three um, one? Barren world, gravity, no atmosphere. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Hmm. So does that mean people on those planets, they have to have like space or like some kind of breathing? Yeah, or, you, or you have uh, like everything's under bubbles, right? Like, it's all uh, okay. Well, terraforming would imply like an actual better environment, like that you changed yeah. it into something like Earth. Like, no, they're like it's like you've just got. It's like you know, it'd be like us living on the moon, right? You'd be uh, the best case, or you know, it might be like small little things where all the pressure, or you know, maybe you could create small habitable bubbles or whatever. Um, uh, T minus one though, shit. How does that survive? Atomic power. They wiped Thomas. themselves out. And now they're living oh in- yeah, um, uh, they're 
was devastated uh, by nuclear war. Yeah, I like it. That's, I like it. I'm going to take that one. Devastated by nuclear war. Um, living in bubbles on uh, uh, in glass. Melted glass. Melted glass planes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to throw another aspect on there. Um, uh, tribal. Tribal society. So, or uh, I, I want tribal um, clan, clan-based society. They're like the, they're, um, you know, this, this, maybe this is what caused their nuclear war, but like they're very family oriented. Uh, you know, maybe the different clans live in bubbles. Maybe they, they're having troubles, like actually getting together enough because the clans don't get along with each other. Um, and so I'm going to call it, um, uh, gosh, know who got to. <laughs> and uh, of course I'll go with Asian clans, I guess. Why not? But I won't say that. <clears throat> okay. All right. Let's go through again. Kyle, you're up. Oh, what's your one big export? Oh, good call. Good call. Uh, it should be something radiation. Uh, something that's irradiated. Yeah. Or it's something we don't know we have. Mm-hmm. Something below the surface, or something in the system, like we're at atomic power, right? We we're basically like we're on the one world. Uh, you know, we were blast, we blasted ourselves into almost oblivion. We're barely hanging on. We blew the atmosphere off our planet. Um, so you're kind of uh, like the humans in Planet of the Apes, or yeah. you know, this I could go Dune with this, right? Because that. That would be a pretty harsh environment, um, but now we've got. Uh, we'll say. Um, uh, well, I think the thinking of the R two is that we do we do know about it. Um, what 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 would we export? Um, Illudium two thirty nine. <laughs> but what is it? But what does it do? <laughs> um, what doesn't it do? Exactly. <laughs> uh, little Lisa's patented slurry. <laughs> uh, I think. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it's a what a, a livestock it's, feed. It's an engine. No, it's, 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 it's a drug. <laughs> it's a drug. Oh, a drug. Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's. Um, uh, if floxia, it's called what? And if floxia, and what it, it it's uh, it lets it basically extends human lifetime by two x. If floxia extends, it stops aging. Or let's say it stops aging. It's a derivative of my coxophilin. <laughs> <laughs> Stops aging uh, is um, 
and it is made from uh, fungus uh, that grows uh, at the in the steam vents in the bottom of the ocean. But if you um, age more than twice your lifetime, you need to contact the doctor immediately. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say export. Okay. All right. Uh, are you ready, Kyle? Yep. Looks like we got a plus one. Okay, T plus one. Luckily, you rolled that T two before, because that's our only one. Yeah, so far. So yeah, only, so you're exploiting the system. Yeah, exploiting the system. So we got another system wide. Right. Okay. Right. We got a minus one. Wow. Mm, survivable world. So this is looking like a little bit better than my system. Yeah, our our, our in system uh, tech is at least off the planet. Yeah, and then uh, right down the middle, rich in the resources. Okay, so one. Rich. Okay, R one. All right. Yeah. So, and survivable world was what that was where it was just. Uh, I think you you can you could exist on the surface without any help, but it may not right. have been particularly pleasant. Let me let me read it again. Let's see. Let's let's all read it. Barren world. It's not quite Earth like. Basically, it's like if it was just Mars, <laughs> right? Or something S yeah. single habitable but unpleasant world. The world may be defined by extremes yeah. of temperature, water availability, weather pressure, or some other factor. But it has breathable air at the surface and water in sufficient quantities to support life. No other world in the system is anything but an airless rock. <laughs> yeah, and yet we're exploiting the system somehow. <laughs> There's well, nothing to exploit. <laughs> well, no, I mean your your uh, your tech is such that it, that that's the technology level, right? That means, and that may be because you know, remember uh, the history behind this is you all like we like, and you know, it does ask you like, why well, why did they why did they originally settle here? So like, did something happen to that world that made it unpleasant, like my world? Like, why the hell would they have settled in Nogahogatu? Well, it was a better system until they blew themselves up. Um, so you can you can change history kinda, in the past. I kind of like the idea of a like a Necromunda type world, oh. like a hive world. Um, that's just that's just been like they it was colonized and uh, overpopulated. You know, everybody was clustered in these giant hives. The the surface is otherwise just completely wrecked. Um, and everybody's in these hives, but they would need to bring in stuff from outside the system, though, for that to work. Which they can't really do if they're... But they could be, I guess, getting their resources from... Maybe they... Maybe the, in the system. Yeah, in the system. Like, there's enough... Like maybe they've got like space station generating energy and they're pulling metals and stuff from asteroids. Yeah, we right. can go with that. Uh, yeah. Everyone uh, lives in hot. So it's like a cyberpunk kind of situation. Huh? 
Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with Necromunda or not. It's, I am but that's, not. Uh, yeah. It's it's hive worlds is what they call them, and so Necromunda is like a hive world that has these hives are just you know like billions of people live in these giant spires basically that dot the surface of the world, and the, then it's just like barren wastes between the spires, like it's Mad Max basically. Okay. Um, between the different spires, but then you know the world the worlds can't support themselves. They have to bring in. Like they, they they can manufacture like oh, they use all the labor of, of the uh-huh. spires to manufacture massive amounts of stuff, but they have to have all the resources brought in to do the manufacturing. But I and you could I mean there are there is in this cluster there is Acheron, right? So you know maybe the cyber communists support this world somehow, right? Yeah, maybe they ship food in. I don't know or something. Yeah, I mean, but that's <laughs> and, a great. Uh, and they, and they you know, you're wondering what an aspect life. is. Cannot support themselves is a great aspect because it's like aspects yeah. are positive, negative, but you know. All right, and yes, what, what are you going to call it? <clears throat> so, um, so aspects. Well, yeah, I'll call it Drenatar. Let's say uh, okay. Spell it. It's a name from my. It's D R I N I T A R. Okay. It sounds like a name from your childhood. Yeah, and and I used it, and uh, I I used to draw maps. I loved drawing maps as a kid, and uh-huh. so I would draw maps of these worlds, and I created this whole nice story with these two. Like this, this planet Drenatar fought its moon. And uh, like there was the civil war between it and its moon, basically. And so when I was drawing nice. this map, so it's from it. some of the fiction of my youth. Um, Very nice. All right, time for Anaza. Time for? Are you happy with that, Kyle? Do you have uh, Yeah. I mean, we're I think, gonna we're, think, we're gonna come. You can add. Yeah, stuff I think later we're good too. on the aspects. Yeah. I think it's, okay. I, I've, All right. All right, Hollywood, fire it up. Fire it up. Technology level one, one exploiting the system. Mm-hmm. They're staying close to the home. <laughs> Man, we've got one slipstream the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I think when we did Ooh. ours, we didn't have any. A one for environment, one okay. garden, and several hostile environments. That's exciting. That is. So you've got the one good Earth like world right. there, at least. Yep. Yeah. This is very much like our own. Yes. And oh, one. Wow. One. So rich. What are the odds? What yeah. are the odds? Okay. And let's see. So uh, it's... Go ahead. Oh, you're going to roll some... Yeah, 23, nice. 23. Uh, it says exchange consulate. Yeah, that uh, starts with a number thing, like... Uh, but we mm-hmm. could probably leverage it. It's like, I think that it was... It used to be a big, like... Uh, well, read it. It's kind of cool. Like it, before their before their collapse, they had these big um, places where, uh, like banks, I think. Exchange consulate. The Exchange of Light once served as the largest, most trusted banking, diplomatic service in human space. Even after the silence, some worlds retain a functioning exchange consulate where banking services and arbitration can be arranged. I don't know about that one. Okay, roll again. Or yeah. <clears throat> Roll again. It's eighteen. Let me go back to that mm. page. Uh, what's eighteen? Eighteen is cyclical doom. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Sounds great. 
yeah. I already like it. Uh, <laughs> uh, cyclical doom. The world regularly suffers from apocalyptic catastrophe, <laughs> catastrophe that wipes out organized civilization on it. The local Ooh. culture is aware of this cycle and has traditions to ensure a fragment of civilization survives into the next era. But these traditions don't always work properly and sometimes dangerous <laughs> fragments of the past emerge. That's your what, <laughs> vault or vault 13 or whatever here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You, you've got, you've got a couple of those because your other one has the big fault line that that's right. Yeah. So I'm going to say there, uh, uh, there's a lost cache of ancient treasures um, or tech and archive here from their past. Okay. On the habitable planet, which is called... Uh, Visit site. Thubius. Let's spell it. T H U U V I S. Okay. Nice. The Thuvians are uh, always at war with each other. It's like World War, apocalyptic mm. World War kind of thing. And they can explore their system easily enough, but most of the planets are uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. So they fight over resources, and there's civil war on the planet. Uh, not civil nice. war, but major war on the planet. It's the forever war, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The different races, etc. And, uh, yeah, it, it always comes around to like a doomsday clock kind of thing. Nice. Where they wipe each other out and they put the smart people in hiding with the tech <laughs> and the history and the things they should keep track of. And they start all over again. Those poor bastards. You nice. <laughs> All right. Very cool. All right. James, let's do your second one. Okay. So these are entirely different systems. They're not connected to each other, right? I mean, you we're we're going to make connections next. So mm -hmm. okay, uh, yeah. But right now, right now they're they're separate, but they uh, might not end up being that way. If you want to like set something up, that's fine. But you don't have to like put them all together. Tech zero. We haven't had any of those yet. Um, I think we have. Tech Zero is uh, exploring the system. Yeah. So kind of like us now. Work between, I think, right, Earth right now is between Tech Minus One and Tech Zero. Maybe we're Tech Zero. I don't know. Okay. All right. Next. Ooh. Wow. You're going... Going zeros. Okay. One garden world and perhaps additional barren worlds. Okay. So an Earth and Mars, maybe. So this yeah. is, I think, easy zeros across is kind of like what we are. Yeah. Okay. And then roll for technology. Uh, resources. Our resources. Our resources. I mean, yeah. 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 
Okay, one. All right, you're rich. Rich in resources. Okay. So, yeah, think about our solar system and it's set up, or, you know, or you can do something completely different. But you have one one world in your system that's, uh, you know, livable. Don't have to live in domes. Um, your technology level is kind of, you know, you've got chips that can get into space, uh, but, you know, maybe you're not, you know, people aren't really living there. You can just, you can just get into space. Um. All right. Um, so there, there's one planet that's like Earth, and the rest are all basically like the planets of this solar system. Maybe. I mean, there, like, 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 there could be another, like, it, you know, like a Mars where, or it could be one, you know, that's like habitable but not comfortable. You know, like uh-huh. there could be a, breath- a breathable atmosphere, but uh, you know, not a, not like a garden world or anything. So then, yeah, I'll say that um, they've only traveled to the planet close to them, okay. and that and that planet's not inhabitable at all. Okay. So they don't really know about the other ones, other than. Now uh, it's okay. Like this is kind of their intrinsic technology. Uh, when we link them together, we can update this too. Like maybe somebody from the other systems has come in and told them, like, oh yeah. Uh, by the way, there's all these other planets in your system or whatever, and you know we can take you to them. But you know, there's no reason. But most of them are like, shitty. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there'd be yeah. no reason to only travel to planet closest, not inhabitable. Okay, but that's good. I'm just saying this may uh, this may get like the like the 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 systems are going to be connected. Um, it's entirely possible that like maybe they no one has touched your system. Um, but and we can do that. It's just it would might be a bit unusual. I don't know. But all right, what else you got? I like I'll be it. Right back. Okay. Okay. Um, and then do I need to? I need to say something about the planet, the garden planet, like how they are. Uh, you can, or we can roll on the table. Um, you know, you can say whatever you want. Oh, okay. I just, well, I just well, want well, another detail about the system or the you know what's going on in the on the habitable planet. I mean, since. You've only got people really on the habitable planet. That's probably where you're going to focus, right? Yeah. Well, we can go ahead and roll and see what comes All right, up. let's roll. Uh, get, can you roll? I don't know. Can we roll? I'm curious if we can roll a D100 on here if I do it manually. Yes, we can. All right. And 18. We just rolled an 18. Uh, let's roll it again. Oh, I, I rolled a 200. <laughs> wow. Uh, let me do that again. It was a 53, though. I'm curious what 53 is. 74. Let's look at 74 and 53. All right. Uh, 70, 53 is nomads, and 74 is revanchists. Revanchists. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's, uh, it's like your sort of reactionary, I think, Um I want to say like reactionary conservatives, but. Oh, okay. The locals formerly owned another world or a major nation on the planet formerly owned an additional region of land. Something happened to take away this control or drive out the former rulers. And they've never forgotten it. The locals are obsessed with reclaiming their lost lands and will allow no questions of practicality to interfere with their cause. Uh, Let me give you the other one. What was 74? Or did I say nomads? Nomads. 
Most of the natives of this world are nomadic, usually following a traditional cycle of movement through the lands they possess. Promises of rich plunder or local environment perils can force these groups to strike out against neighbors. Other groups are forced to move constantly due to unpredictable dangers that crop up on the planet. Any of those uh, resonating with you, James? Um, I think the revanchist, maybe. Okay. Um. I guess maybe on that planet there, oh, it's kind of similar to the Civil War, but they're not at war, but it's almost like a Cold War situation where okay. one side's kind of upset at the other side because they took, you know, like they lost a, a war to them. Okay. So the, the two sides like kind of have a constant dislike for each other. Nice. All right. I want to play Wandering Stars again. Is that Jason's? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could play it in this sector. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Is, do you, uh, what do you want to call it, James? Um, let's see. Oh, uh, did you want to call your system Thuvia Hollywood? Yeah. Okay. Two U's, right? Yep. Thuvia. We are the Thuvians. <laughs> very, very Star Trek-y. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> all right, James, what do you got? Um, how about Terra Vinda? Nice. Like Terra Linda, but... <laughs> okay, cool. All right, let's all do mine together. Let's see how I can roll. Tech. Do we want another Tech 2 world? Do we want to just make one? Sure. I think we do. I think Probably we do. a good I idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make, I'm going to, I'm just going to overrule this and say Tech 2. Or do we want, how about this? Let me try this. Let's see what I get if I, oops. I put a plus two on it. Ooh. Tech four. Do we want a tech four world? On the verge of collapse. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. I'm going to yeah. do it. This feels like a duck world. All right. And uh, it's like the Borg. Yeah. Uh, wow. One, uh, you one know, I'm good. Several hostile. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to go with some garden worlds? You want to change that? Mm, no, uh, I'm almost thinking of making it m more hostile. Let's see what we get here. And I like the resources. I like the tech four. Um, <laughs> I love the description of it. They're, they are about to unfold one or many failed dreams, spiraling into a transhuman ascension indistinguishable from a multi-billion death disaster. <laughs> <laughs> In yeah, most cases, a lot of their resources, I think. <laughs> yeah, one, I like it. Used up uh, resources. Um, uh, so it says you could have nanotech, you could have unchecked intelligence, casual FTL, <laughs> eternal trans, life. Trans uh, humanity, I'm going to put. Like I, I think, uh, and I'm, I'll explain this. I'll say no, uh, some fraction uh, of people have have been uploaded. 
uploaded to the dark dark matter of the universe. They're beings of pure energy. Nice. Is there crazy uh, AI here too? I think so. Yeah, or not crazy AI. Um, Is it kind of like the Matrix? Uh, I will say, uh, I'm going to say AI government. Because mm-hmm. that's the best form of government, as we all know. Um, <laughs> um, and um, uh, I'm going to say, um, I'll say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this possibly, possibly uh, someone just created the necrovirus. Ooh, what's the necrovirus? <laughs> That's duck. Duck is the necrovirus. Yeah. It's a it's from uh Twilight Imperium. There's a faction in the game called the Necrovirus, which is when we played if you look at my avatar on BGG, right? It flashes. Um it, yeah. it's the it's the duck, and then you see like some code running and like there's some overrides and stuff, and then and then you see this big kind of gloppy thing. That's the necrovirus. So when in the game I was I was the necrovirus, which in a faction as a faction in Twilight Imperium, it's like the Borg, but worse, right? They're like the Borg are like too soft for the necrovirus. We're just we're just a virus that wants to wipe out all life, um, and you know just because we're a fucking virus. So, and the fact that you were a fucking four in tech, yeah, you can easily infect some of these other places. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know. It's possible someone the necrovirus may have just generated in there. We don't know. Weird stuff's going on there. It's kind of uh oh, uh I'm going to say Dyson Sphere also. I'm going to say uh mostly abandoned Dyson Sphere. I guess I should Well, that that matches. You guys know what a Dyson Sphere is? No. No. That's nah. when you uh build a shell around the sun at the right distance to be habitable. So um, you're blocking, you're putting up yeah. a flag to shade, shade it a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, it's a super hot, like, you know, can you imagine us building something around our sun? But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a super high tech, but you know, it kind of prevents people like everything's guarded, but like uh, the, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it's talked about in hushed tones. Um, we need a good name. Uh, but, you know, visitors to this sector, like it, the ones that have been inside the Dyson Sphere, like it's it's almost empty. It's weird. It's creepy. I was rolling on the on the D100 stars without numbers thing. And I, I came up with Pleasure World and Secret mm. Masters. Mm, <laughs> nice. That's why I'm, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get a Pleasure World aspect into one of these. Mm-hmm. I guess the, oh. the, the our, our environments are so terrible for most of them that we we can for. we can throw like, one on if we want to if we feel like mm-hmm. that's missing. Yeah. yeah if you, I mean, Ekron only has two aspects, so if you want to throw yeah, in throw, uh, a throw pleasure in throw a Pleasure World in there, we'll, uh, yeah. yeah. Because you know uh, what I think of when I think of cyber communists is uh, Pleasure World is Pleasure <laughs> World. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about how about um uh I, I, it's I'm trying to think if they like they've they've how the cyber communists have accommodated the pleasure world it's like they're uh, it's, it's like great. their uh their 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 outlet i guess is their, yeah. their hedonism world you know <laughs> like like everything else is, everything else is totally on board with the cyber communism but then they have their one outlet that they can go to for their 
you know, they're purged like worlds the, one time a year. The, the, uh, yeah, the seven-year uh, uh, Vulcan thing, right? You have, every seven years, you leave the cyber-communist enclave and go to the pleasure yeah. world. Maybe the pleasure, maybe it's not just a pleasure world. Maybe, like, it's the it's the thing where, like, one day a year, there's no laws. Like, you can like kill anybody. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the purge planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the, the purge. Uh, yeah, that purge would match system. with cyber communism. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm going to go okay. back noodles then. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, changing well, put, pleasure world to purge system. Everybody. No. Uh, well, put pleasure slash purge system. Why not both? I think it's like 300, <laughs> like, you know, 99% of the time, like, they, they'll bring in people from outside other, other planets. Like, it's a, like, but yeah, there's like that one day a year, like you don't want to be on there, and they just use that for internal purposes. That's when that's when uh you know all the Brezhnevs are sent to the pleasure world, like, why am I here at this time? And like, oh, because they're killing me. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me read. So now we're gonna make connections, I think. We're gonna draw some lines between. We're gonna draw connections between sectors. Okay. Ba -ba 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 -da. Linking systems. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should put these guys kind of in order. Maybe we'll just go uh, left to right, and then row by row and then one row and then the next row uh we may have to we may have to shrink these things down can i make these all smaller or if i can multiple select these things huh no that doesn't work all right maybe what we do is we just make smaller ones and copy it okay okay we're, do, we're getting ready to do connections Sweet. so we're going to start kyle with archeron uh, um, it's Acheron. Acheron, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Actually, it's Acheron. I pushed up my glasses. Goodness. I know. I, I I actually could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. All right. Uh, so uh, let me read this here. It's going to be the four fate dice that you're going to roll. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Give me a, and if it's a negative result, it's just going to be connected to the next one in line. Um, if it's, uh, is this clusters that I'm rolling on the almost viable needs imports, multiple dependencies? No, no, no. no. You're just linking systems. You're rolling on linking systems, systems, linking systems. So, so, and then that under, it's right after um, page seventeen. Is page when seventeen. It's talking yeah. about it. And then, if you go down to construction sequence, right? It, you lay them oh, out. Yeah, the there line. you go. Mm -hmm. So, it, it, yeah. Okay. So, did you, uh, so just roll, roll some fate dice, and and we'll figure out if it's if it's not positive. It's it's a pretty simple. All blanks. All blanks. Okay. So on a. Um, on a negative result, ba, ba, ba. on a zero result, consult the system to the next neighbor in the line as above, but also a system further down, if a system further down the list has no connections, connect to that neighbor. Okay. <coughs> so um, you're going to connect to the first one to the right. 
So we're gonna we need to draw a line uh, from here to here, and then we'll just go down to the next one. Let's see. Uh, do a curve, and we'll do another curve. Oh, stop! Uh, why? 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 Why won't you stop drawing the line? Uh, I don't know. Um, guess I'll just. I don't. I don't see any line drawing. I just see the one you only the one you already drew. Yeah. Well, because I didn't finish it. Uh, this is my Google uh, Google uh, slides. Problem. Like I tried to do a curved line, a curved connector. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, like that. Okay, so that's good because they, <clears throat> they're providing the Ekron's providing food to Drunatar, yep. which can't support itself. Perfect. But Drunatar provides manufactured goods uh, in return. Okay. All right, uh, Rigel Vertex. Who was that? That was James, right? And I, I know I. I'm I'm changing around the order just because, but whatever. Uh, so roll, give me a give me a roll. Okay. All right, negative. You're just going to be Rigel Vertex is just going to be connected, uh, connect next neighbor in line. Okay, so it's just a straight, um, straight connection to the next one. That's all you get. All right, um, Drinitar. Who's Drinitar? That's you, Kyle. All right, roll for Drinitar. Okay, just connected to the next three. Getting a lot of negatives, yeah. Uh, All right. So, So are these connections, are they one way arrows? Like, no, no, you can go both ways. So, Drinitar looks like it's a little bit of a hub. It is a hub. Yeah. All right. Terravinda, who is Terravinda? Was that you, James? Oh, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. All right. No, it's fine. I just asked. So give me a uh, give me a roll. All right, uh, zero. Okay, so now for zero, uh, we connect to the next one. So I'm gonna do it. Let's see. Let's do it. Huh. What happens if I just go like that? All right. So that's the next one, and we connect to one further down. So I'll do this uh, and that. Getting a little crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll clean it up later. All right. And then uh, Reliquary, Hollywood, give me a roll for yep. Reliquary. Reliquary. Zero. Okay. So we're going to do the same thing. So Next one and then uh, one over. Yep. So it's going to connect there. And it's going to connect to Thuvia. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. And uh, Nogahatu is me. Roll that. Now we're now they, it, we're not going to do as much because the it relies on some not being connected for a lot of this stuff. So uh, negative. So it's only connected one <clears throat> down. Uh, okay. Uh, that was Nogahantu. So Nogahantu is going to be connected to Thuvia. All right, th- give me a roll for Thuvia. Um, although it, you know, there's not much going on here, but we can, we can. If you get a positive roll, we'll do something. Yeah, Ooh, you one. did get a positive roll. Well, let me see. Yeah, since they all have connections, you wouldn't necessarily connect to another. Um, 
but let's do it anyway. Because uh, you did get a positive roll. So mm -hmm. um, give me, uh, let's just roll another one. It's already connected there and there. Give me a D, well, you probably don't. I think I have to just manually roll a D4. I can do one on the table. Sure. Give me, do that. Feel it. Um, here we go. Yeah. And that's a uh, two. Two. All right. So connected to that guy. <laughs> uh, let me just roll for this last guy. There. If if it's a negative roll, it's only the one connection is going to survive. Oh, it's a positive one. All right. I'm going to roll a. Let's see. What do we got? So I'm going to just roll a d6. It would be weird if the T4 system yeah, was the least, least connected one. Although, uh, you know, maybe they did that on purpose, right? Maybe they disconnected okay. them. They're like, we, we can we're explain tired of anything dealing with you insects. We've moved beyond your puny humanity. Right. Okay. There we go. Those are our connections. Um, there's probably a way to untangle those. I'll worry about that later. Um, cool, tangled. <laughs> it does. It does kind of look cool. Um, now let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm gonna go Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I thought there was something it talked about where, like, now you go through. Okay, system attributes. No. I guess we want uh, maybe we just did this manually I thought there was something where it talked about uh, oh okay it is it's back you have to go back to page 16 players should now examine their systems and their place in the cluster and add a final aspect to each to perfect their place in the applied web of trade and politics who is the hub who controls technology can the resource-heavy worlds defend them? Do they need to? All right. Let's see. Who has the most connections? Thuvia. Thuvia has one, two, three, four. Nogahatu has four. Yeah, there's two fours, and I think yeah. those are the most. And there's a couple and of threes. Reliquary has three. Rigel Vertex has three. Terravinda has three. And then Akron uh, and Andalian have two. Yeah. Um, all right. Among the threes and the fours, uh, I don't think Nogahatu as a four is going to be a hub. Um, it's a little <laughs> the like, constant world war. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> Nogahatu. Well, yeah, there's the clan wars. Yeah. They do have the drug. I feel like maybe oh, it's yeah. a pass through. Uh, I wonder if Thuvia. Uh, oh, Thuvia also has the constant world war. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So yeah, Nogan oh Noganatu is just no hope. They're living in bubbles. Yeah. No Hogantu. How can I zoom in on our uh, oh there maybe this will do it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm having trouble zooming in too. Uh I think maybe under view. <clears throat> you can't read that? What are you getting old man? Oh, I can read it now. Okay. Oh, oh it's because I'm zooming. Okay. <laughs> I can I can probably make them a little bigger. 
let's see. Format. No. All right. I guess I can't. Not easily. All right. Uh, we're we're. I don't know if you heard Hollywood. We're trying to look at the. Uh, we need like where? What's the hub? Who's like where? How does trade happen in this sector? Sure. Um. I don't know. Like Rigel Vertex. There's a lot of. There's no. There, we don't have any stable systems uh, except for. Uh, Archeron. Or which is Acheron? Acheron. 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 Feels like Akron, Ohio. Okay. Like <laughs> Akron, Akron feels like it would be kind of a controlling, but it's Akron always got has always been considered a, a hotbed of cyber communism. So I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Who's Drinitar? Maybe Drinitar. Oh, Drinitar could be a hub because they have to bring in so much stuff. Maybe there's a lot of trade. Yeah. And they're yeah, shipping out a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, trade hub, trade hub for sector. Also, I'll put that tag on there. All right, and now James, if there was stuff uh, you wanted to, um, like with right, so your two systems, you've got Rigel Vertex and uh, Terravinda. They're not actually connected, but um, if you wanted to, like a like if I look at Terravinda, it's got three connections, and so does Rigel Vertex. But you know, look at its neighbors, and is there anything? Uh, let's see. Akron is connected to Rigel Vertex. Um, so I think so. Let's look at the external forces driving the civil war on Rigel Vertex. I think it's uh, uh, Akron. I think it's the, the Acheron uh, exploiting the uh, the resources for slipstream technology that Rigel Vertex doesn't realize they have, but that's right. that's the resource. So that's why Acheron's there, as they're yeah. they're pulling that resource out. And maybe they play both sides. It kind of keeps the civil war going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what if it's uh... well? The Thuvians are T one. Uh, <laughs> maybe Thuvia, maybe they're trying to up themselves into slipstream technology and they're trying to get the tritanalum crystals. It is know. something we require. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, what else we got? Uh, do you want to... Uh, uh, Drinitar, we added one. Terravinda... Eh. Time to Jesus, turn your phone. I'll be right back. Okay, Terravinda, James. Uh, it's it's got a lot of connections. So, have people visited Terravinda? Uh, maybe people visited there, but they don't know. Is that a possibility? Okay. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So the natives uh, natives have uh, are are in ignorance of other. Uh, is that what you want to say? Natives are in ignorance of other spacefaring. Yeah, systems. maybe like there's groups that believe people have, but the general knowledge is that nobody's visited them. Uh, Mulder wants to believe. That's what mm -hmm. I'm getting for an aspect here. Mulder wants to believe in UFOs. Perfect. All right. Um, 
Uh, well, Holly, we'll wait till Hollywood gets back for Relic Berry for no ho, no ho, got to. What the hell was I thinking? Living in bubbles. It's a four. Uh, you know what? I, it is also, this is also a trade hub because it is a four. I feel like uh, uh, trade keeps uh, war from breaking out mostly. Mostly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, natives. And it's got the drug that everybody wants. That makes yeah. it a good destination. Natives uh, do not control trade. I think maybe there's like a, maybe there's a big, uh, big spaceport, uh, neutral spaceport in system. Uh, controlled uh, by a multi-system conglomerate. Maybe it's corporate control, controlled by corporations. But they're tech minus one, right? So, um, uh, you know, they make the drug. They're kind of exploited, I think. The no, no hook out to, but um, all right. Uh, yeah, we'll give you these these shiny beads. That's exactly, exactly. Um, who was Reliquary? That was Hollywood too, right? Yeah, he's Thuvia yeah. and Reliquary. Thuvia and Reliquary. All right, did we... Uh, you were Drinitar. Uh, we've got the trade hub for Sector. Yeah. What else? What, what was Acheron your... Acheron was the other one. Oh, Acheron. Did you want to... Oh, did we want to add something to Acheron as an aspect from the um, once we see the sector layout, it's it's only a two. So I mean, and, and one of right. those is Drenatar, which is they're shipping the food into Drenatar, which makes sense. Uh, the connection to Rigel Vertex was they were I think collecting the resource for slipstream travel from Rigel mm -hmm. Vertex, so that keeps them that keeps their slipstream going. <clears throat> nice. Okay, those are good. Otherwise, they're content to live in their communist utopia with their seven-year purge. <laughs> yeah, it's stable. Why? Why not? It's like, hey, the five-year plans worked here. It's just That's we right. have to we have to purge. Uh, you know, we have to have a mass purge every seven years. That's right. What did I miss? Uh, we're just doing connection stuff. So uh, we wanted to like. So if we look at. Um, Reliquary, it's connected to, it's got three connections, which is pretty good. It's mm -hmm. connected to Thuvia. It's connected to Nohugatu, which is, um, we. I decided there's a big uh, corporate controlled spaceport. You know, it's beyond the technology of the natives, uh, but it's a, still a trade hub. And uh, the drug also makes it very attractive. So Reliquary has a connection there. Um, but you remember, Reliquary has is at the it's the lowest tech level in the sector. Yeah, um, it's polluted. You know, they walk around with their plague doctor masks on on the planet. There's the massive seismic fault that's barely kept stable. Yep. <laughs> uh, is there anything given the location of Reliquary in the sector that you want to throw on there? This is pretty good as it is. But is there anything? Uh, they're also connected to Terravinda, which was the uh, like uh, 
they're the system that doesn't really know about the other systems. Right. And they're in the middle of a cold war at, at, the, at the atomic level. I don't think the reliquary folks would be able to make it to Terravinda, given that they're tech minus two. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's leave reliquary alone unless you want to add something there. No, I think it's fine. Thuvia, we've got that they're they're one of the they're fighting the Archeron people for the Tritanalum on Rigel Vertex. Um, uh, they've got a lot. Thuvia's got four connections. Oh, is there anything on the connection of Thuvia with Andillion? Which Andillion is the uh, transhuman system. Yeah, <clears throat> that place is scary. Okay, I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, how about uh, um, scary? How about yes. they're the ones that put in this whole doomsday clock thing? Oh, I like it. They're the reason why. <laughs> they're they're, they're uh, an experiment that Andillion <laughs> doomsday clock. The advanced peoples of Andillion. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe, but maybe the fact that someone survives all these conflicts is something Andillion did. But also, Doomsday Clock is experiment from Andillion that they've forgotten about. How about that? <laughs> it's interesting that Andillion, or that the people that are the best and brightest of Thuvia are collected by Andillion. And that, yeah. So at least that yeah. endless cycle of. Yeah. <clears throat> best. I like this. Best and brightest. Yeah, Indians. that's that's cool. So, like, the real true power of Andillion Our, came from harvested people of Thuvia, right? Yeah. Just generations. Well, of, no, I mean, that's what you harvesting Thuvian. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to think. The Andillians always were the best. In, in reality, the huh. best and brightest of Thuvia are are taken to Andillion to work at like menial service jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your your so, Polish heart surgeon, you know, who's the janitor. Um, in that's the United right. <laughs> Um, pulls smart people from Thuvia uh, for uh, <laughs> for maintenance. Wax on, wax off. All right, very good. Well, there we go. I think we've got a sector. What do you think? What do you boys think? Yeah, that looks uh, good. How are we feeling time wise? Do we want to? fuck around with some character shit, or do we want to stop here? Sure. Yeah, yeah we can start. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's 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 look at the character stuff. All right. Uh, characters. Um, okay. So there are no stats in Fate, just skills. Um, and aspects and all that shit, of course. But there, there's no, there's no attributes like strength, intelligence, all that kind of shit. Um, okay. Are we still in the diaspora book? Yeah. So it goes to page uh, in my real book. It's chapter three, page thirty-one. Page thirty-one. <clears throat> um, Characters. Okay. And then uh, I think the first thing you do. Uh, well, you yeah, maybe we should. Um, and we can we can all do this together. I haven't done this before, so we're all out on our own here. Um, 
Uh, it's nice that I say resist the urge to have the referee not make a character because these guys who wrote this book, like they would swap guys running the game and people playing it all the time. Um, okay. Ba -ba -ba. Okay, characters are composed of four mechanical aspects. Their aspects, their skills, their stunts, and their stress tracks. So you have a health track, a composure track, which is like your uh, sanity track, I guess. It's your you know, your mental health and wealth. Um, aspects are short, evocative statements that describe the character in ways that can be used mechanically, both for and against the character, as well as being points at which the character can suggest action to players for their characters. So remember, one thing to keep in mind, you need things that are, um, that can get your character into trouble because that's how you get fate points back. Um, so you want you want negative you want things that people can uh, use on you to get you to in, into trouble, and you know those make the best. You know, I mean Han Solo, right? I mean, there would be some, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, like uh, goes after chases after anything in a skirt, right? I, I don't know if that's really a Han Solo, but you know, like it's uh, you, you those kind of aspects are that are you definitely need both. Um, I don't think we're going to worry too much about stunts, uh, but I think the thing we probably need to do. Which uh, um, folder do I get to the book at? It's in Curse of Strahd. I put a link in there. I went to the link, but I'm on the part with the it says community, Starge Forge, and then Kickstarter. Uh, I don't know if I went with that. I click. Oh, you're, you're looking at the Starforge stuff. Diaspora, yeah. I think, is the one. Look at the, it's the link above. It's the link above. Above, Let me yeah. make sure I put it. It's the link above the name. So it's the one that's um. There's there's one that says Fate Dispora, but it's the one above that. Yeah, I okay. I put the link in, and then I put what it was below it. Ah, uh, okay. That's so it. the zero the zero the zero G link is the one with the um Dispora um. I got diaspora. it. Now. Okay. Yep. Okay. And you want the Diaspora RPG, I think, the 35 meg one. Okay. Um, and we're looking at PDF page 47 at the moment. <clears throat> are we? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, you can be. Oh, PDF page 47. Yeah. And local yeah. page like 31. Um, I wonder if uh, it doesn't. And I'm trying to see if it says. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys think? Um, so, are we creating a character that lives in our world? Yes, you're. We're gonna pick uh, like one of the things. So the 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 way we're gonna in our sector, right? And they're gonna have a home world, right? So um, <coughs> you're gonna we're gonna talk about, and I guess we can leave. I I think it'd be good to have in your mind some idea of like, oh, I want this guy to be Han Solo, or like some idea what your character wants to be, but maybe not. Maybe we just do it organically. Um, okay, so you're, we're going to go through five phases, um, and this is where we're going to get aspects. And we can come back, and once we have the aspects, you can we can kind of add skills on and flesh shit out. Um, so aspects are extracted from a story that each player will tell about his character during creation. Stories told in five phases, and two aspects are derived from each phase. Some phases are collaborative. Uh, 
Yeah, it says, I think we just do this out loud. For each phase, players should follow this procedure, write a short paragraph describing the events of the phase. Uh, in turn, read them out to each other. This is important as it helps others learn about your character at the same time you do. Select two aspects derived from the written paragraph. Blah, 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 blah. You can have AI write that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, fate, fate has done different things with this. Uh, let me see. Uh, to get there's a character sheet somewhere I can uh, in there too, right? Because in Fate, I think you do it like that was the thing I was talking about. Um, okay. With the uh, yeah, well, I could try and pull up a character sheet. Let's see. Uh, let me just pull up the basic. I'm wondering if we want to change this a little bit. Uh, actually, not because a lot of it's aspects in there. I guess yeah, there's we, a line. I mean, there's your ten, your ten lines or whatever where you put each aspect. But like in terms of the right. writing it out or trying to. Yeah, and, and like I don't want you to. I don't think we're going to write it out right now. I think we're going to yeah. just talk about it. Um, and then just come up with aspects, just like we did with the planets. Really, exactly, exactly. <clears throat> but the question is, do we want to do it uh, the way that Diaspora has us do it, or do we want to go to the new system, which is, I think. It's called the tr Fate Trio. Whoops, that's not what I want to do. Uh, so Diaspora way. does it with what? Growing up, starting out, moment of crisis, sidetracked. Right. We can use some of that too, but let me uh, let me see. I think in like in um, in the basic in the new Fate rules, they you do like I think you define the starting out, and then. You know the character to your, the guy to your left does a story. The face trio. It, do, it doesn't do it until the moment of. It doesn't do the other person involvement until the moment of crisis. It looks like. Okay, I mean we could do that. In the face trio, um, describe your character's first adventure. Describe how you've crossed paths with two other characters. Write down one aspect for each of these three experiences. So it does instead of five, it does three. You you give your first a character, you get you do your first adventure, and then you do one adventure with an like the guy to your left and one adventure with the guy to your right, and then you get an aspect for each of these. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we can, I don't know what do you we can do that too. That might be easier to do than the I'm just looking at the moment of crisis. It's like basically you're you're I'm gonna you you're gonna insert yourself the, <laughs> the moment of crisis for another character, which might be harder to come up with than I think I think for this yeah I like but I like the starting out bit. Let's do the starting out and not write a paragraph, but um, I wonder if I can generate a character sheet. Would that be useful? But we still have to do the establish the home system part of growing up. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, does anybody want to be a guinea pig or do you want guys want me to be the guinea pig? I don't mind doing it. Uh, I mean, I can do that. I can be a guinea pig. Okay. Have a problem with that? All right. So, uh, pick pick a world that you want to be from. I guess that would be where I'd start. Um, just looking over our systems again. I'm not sure that I want him to be from the cyber communist world, <laughs> mostly because <laughs> I feel like a, that would be difficult. I, I have a hard time role playing that because I'm not entirely sure of all the nuances involved there. 
it'd be pretty yeah. easy to have him from Drinitar, like the guy that got out of the hive. Because it's basically like a giant slum. Think of it as escaping a giant slum. Usually in Necromunda, the way they get out of the hive is to join the Imperial Guard, which uh -huh. means you're just cannon fodder for the you know endless wars across the galaxy. Right. <clears throat> um, but that could have been his way out. He got out as a soldier. And... Uh, Oh wow! Where he wouldn't be sent out as a soldier, though, if they're just all a bunch of manufacturing drones. Well, uh, we could probably work with this. Maybe there's, maybe there's, a, what if there's like a mercenary company that recruits people from the hives, and uh, you know is used. Uh, uh, let's see. Let me look at the. So I'm looking at the systems they're connected to. Um, so connected to Rigel Vertex, which is Civil War. Maybe he was pulled out by. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was recruited to go harvest the mineral, the resource in Rigel Vertex. Okay, so he wasn't and, uh, necessarily a soldier. Maybe he was like a right. merchant marine okay, kind of thing. You, you were, yeah. He was, he was good at, uh, you know, it, he was good with machinery or whatever. And so, hey, you can run the the mining <laughs> machines or whatever in Rigel Vertex. Nice. <clears throat> and it's it's terrible work, but at least you're out of the hive. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> let, let's uh, let me uh, and maybe we should just go through the skills so that, um, well, I don't want to read them all, but it's like the stock, uh, like traveler type skills, like um, engineering, uh, brawling, bureaucracy, uh, computers, uh, extra vehicle. Uh, EVA suits, um, gunner, space gunnery, navigation, space navigation. Um, Are we picking skills now, or do we do no, that? I just, I'm thinking, like, just to get you guys thinking ahead. Like, I think you've got a pretty good handle on what your character is going to be, but like, just have in your mind. Um, and, yeah, we don't. I don't think we have to. We might not even pick skills here. I think if we get the links. All right. So, uh, do you want to give this guy a name? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm putting character sheets on the in the foundry. Yeah, uh, I just I don't need one. Okay. Uh, do you have a, is, is there a good uh, sci-fi name generator? I think because I know uh, we've used name generators before for uh, yeah. Uh, come up with some good. Yeah, that was where I think I got. That's where I got. Uh, you can change. That was where I got um, whiskey, whiskey Mars from for from Jason's right. uh, Cyberpunk. Nice. Was from a name uh, generator. There are the fantasynamegenerators.com has like real names. Like you can do like Asian names, Middle Eastern names, like Hittite names. P.S. Ali. You, I think I posted the link. Is it? Uh, well, Hollywood, your planet name generator. Where was that from? Uh, that's the one that you put up. There. Oh, yeah. If you go on that, that link, Kyle, like you can change, uh, you can go on the real names link. Yeah. And, and pick a, or a historic Ottoman names. Lockman, Altan, Fadl. Uh, There's a whole shitload of name generators here. Yes. I like to do something, you know, I like to be super nerdy. Like I forget for your Conan game, um, Hollywood, mm -hmm. uh, I did a, uh, I translated to croak from Turkish. 
because I wanted, I did croaker from the black company. And then I made, I think that's, that's cool. Vedic means to croak in Turkish or some other slot or uh, Middle Eastern language. Cause he was like you know, that his background was some analog to Middle Eastern shit. So. Uh, I was going to ask people if they want me to set up a, uh, who would, what they would prefer, uh, a sequel or a second version of Alien or the sequel to Conan? Uh, I'd be up for either one. That's my problem. I like all things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a, let's see, configure ownership. James, did you play the Alien? I did do the Alien. I haven't done the Conan. But I would do a, an, I mean, I would do either, but I didn't get a chance for Conan. But Alien, I would do again. We got to get you in on the Conan. We just need two other people that haven't played it yet. I, well, yeah, I've done that one. I do another Conan and or another Alien in heartbeat. That's my problem. Yeah, I haven't yeah. played. Uh, I haven't played Conan yet. Oh, well, there's two. There you go. <laughs> It's you a lot of fun. Another guy. Uh, let's let's just call my guy Archer. I'm making this too complicated. So okay. let's call him Archer. Yeah, you can always change his name. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, so he's from the Necromunda. Yeah, uh, Drinitar. What's it called? Drinitar. Okay. And he was a. So uh, what's your uh, so, yeah, what's your ask, aspect? So I think I think I'm just thinking in terms of so Hive worlds. They're very. Um, like clan slash faction based where mm-hmm. you, you are, you know, you, you're kind of defined, your clan is defined by your function in the hive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> and he was going to be of the, you know, like heavy machinery type guy. So okay. I think that would be one aspect of his background is heavy machinery, familiar with heavy machinery and engineering. Okay. Uh, and if you like fate, people would probably say, knows how to use a wrench or something like that, right? I mean, that's they would just write it in a stylistic fashion. But you're, the way you wrote it is fine. Or said it. Yeah, and where are we writing this, by the way? Uh, I did create... Well, I did create character sheets in Foundry. Uh, there should be one you can see. Like, if you go on the, the, the Actors tab, there should be a new character that you can see. You see, the Actors tab is like the yep. little person thing. Oh, okay. And you should be able to change the name, hopefully. And let me do one for me. Uh, I think maybe what I'm thinking is, uh, let's go. So, um, do you want to generate another aspect from his home world? You can. I think getting two is fine if you want, Kyle. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. I mean, we would if we were doing the the diaspora one, it would be two. Right for each for each, but are we doing so? But are we doing the three stages? No, no, no. Let's, five stages let's do or? let's do the diaspora one. Okay, ish. I'm I'm winging it. Let's see. I changed his name. No. I see it. Yep. Yeah, you should be able to like click on aspects, uh, like the um, the 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 gear, and say add new aspect. Well, Aspects doesn't have a gear on there. Oh, uh, figure ownership. Oh, you're the owner. Weird. Huh. Does anything have a gear? Yeah, the others do. Skills does. Weird. Good catch. 
uh, aspect. Let me see if I generate one, if you can see it. Um, good with machinery. Can you see it when I generate that one? Nice. On the open oh. character sheet? Or oh, I'm, I'm it doing it. Oh, I was doing it on... You don't... Eh. Weird. Uh... Close it. Maybe close it and reopen it. Yeah, I just did, and uh, huh? Well, maybe we just we just maybe write them down. Maybe you got a. Uh, is it not big enough? No, I can add like uh, on the the biography description extras. Those all have typable biography description extras. Where do you see that? That's that's hell? on the. If you click the little tab that says the. Oh, right underneath where it says fate core system. There's three symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see that. You can add so, those. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe we're maybe I'm not communicating where the gear is. Okay, you see on the character sheet. I can sheet, see the gear on skills and tracks, but there yeah, is you don't see it on aspects. Blue, no, no, oh. there's nothing on aspects. It's blank. Like the blue line is blank there. Uh, maybe I need to give you like GM permissions. That's weird that, or maybe I, that's weird that they would design it that way. That is so, all right. I just changed it to full view. Does that change anything? Is this supposed to be out? Uh, we should be seeing this on foundry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My well, you can't. Oh, okay. Click the meeple and you see the little things just as new character. Huh? That is so fucking weird. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's just uh, maybe we just do it on a Google sheet, or I can do it in the description. Uh, or yeah, the, or let's the, just uh, do yeah, it. In, do it in the description. Field. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Did you want another aspect? As long as we have a place, you know, I wonder if a Google yeah, sheet if, would be if, better. If we're going to we see them, if we're going to do the uh, the uh, diaspora version, then yeah, I guess we should do the two aspects per phase. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for his I like growing up, more aspects, I think. Yeah. His growing up, he would have, um, well, let me see here. Cause what's the next phase? Like starting out character, picking a direction in life. So that would probably be his heavy industry stuff. Um, aspects derived from this phase might include features of the home world, such as how his technology or political structure impacts the character. So he might be, um, like uh, kind of a little bit insular and suspicious of outsiders. Okay. okay. Uh, suspicious of outsiders. That sounds like a good one. Suspicious of outsiders. That's one someone could use against you. I like it. All right. Let's then, go. Okay. <clears throat> keep going. Well, I was going to get his second. Uh, his second. Did aspect. you did you get two from his first one? I got good with machinery. Was there another one? Well, well, good with machinery. I think good with the machinery will be with from the second phase. So that if we're following okay. the diaspora thing, I think it makes more yep. sense for his. That would be in his starting out phase. So the growing up phase, he's insular and suspicious of outsiders, and maybe. Um, oh, I see. I see what you're doing. And and maybe maybe nervous in open spaces since he grew up in the hive. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. So, yeah. Nervous and. Now, are open. you supposed to have like one good one, one bad one? No. Okay. But. It, but the the key is if you have all good ones, you, you'll you'll have your character will be awesome, but then you'll have no way to get fate points at some point in the game, right? Uh -huh. So it's good to have. I think it is good to have one good one and one bad one. The game kind so, of forces you to that, but yeah. 
I guess we could describe it. He's mildly agoraphobic. Like he's, he's, he's gotten better, but every, every once in a while when there's not like miles of, you know, uh, nervous and open spaces is the way to write that in faith. Yeah. Yeah. Like agoraphobic is way too technical. He wants, this is a Hollywood. This is Hollywood, man. We want like, (laughs) we want tags, dumb it down. (laughs) Dumb it down, exactly. We want like some fucking producer to be able to understand what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we rastify him by like twenty percent? All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, so in the second phase, you got good with machinery. Did you have another uh, aspect for that? And starting out, let's see. No, but, and, <laughs> and it's perfectly fine to have a longer aspect that's good and bad, like. Um, likes machinery sometimes too much is a perfectly fine aspect. Like, you know, and someone can tag you like, oh, you know, we we're all going to the bar, but no, I'm going to compel you to stay on the ship because you want to like work on your disassembling your engine. Like, I mean, that's not a real thing, but. Or he's good with the machinery because he's clumsy and breaks a lot of stuff and knows how to fix it. (laughs) Yeah. Does that work? I don't know. Uh, that feels like two aspects, though. Mm-hmm. Like because the, I, what I was going for, and I probably failed, was more like he's he's he loves machinery so much that sometimes it causes him trouble. And I guess it's a, yeah. But what uh, Hollywood described that sounds just like my dad around the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It would work. I would it, like good with machinery because he's because he's broken everything once would be a good aspect, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't know if Kyle I think wants to... I think it's more to do with the fact that they're, they're not producing a lot of new machinery, so they have to learn how to fix the machine. You know, when he was when he was learning his trade or whatever, um, yeah. Yeah. they had to constantly repair stuff in the hive. The new shipments wouldn't always make their way down to the, the lower level. Because this shit... Uh, has got a last son. How about that? Good with machinery because yeah. this shit has got a last son. So someone yep. could pull on that. Like uh, I can pull on all my depression-aged grandfather bullshit to tag you with. Yeah, that's a, that's a great aspect right there. Yep. So that's one uh, second aspect for his starting out. Oh, phase. I guess I should give you guys a link to this page. I'm also playing. typing it into my description on my character sheet, but that's fine. Happy link. I'll put it in. Uh, and then maybe something that he gets that he picks up uh, now that he's once he's out of the hive and mining uh, in the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the other sector, maybe he learns uh, some combat skills or something. Um, because okay. they have to, they have to be able to protect their sites that can frequently be raided by these crazy natives. Um, okay. So uh, maybe he's what, learned what kind, of, what kind of combat? Like, what what does it look like when the natives attack? Yeah, let's see. What was the looking at the system for Rigel Vertex? Yeah. They're in the yeah, constant yeah. civil war, right? So yeah, they have the what was their what was their tech level? Let's see, Rigel right? Vertex. They're 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 uh, one, rating top. Yeah, they're pretty high tech level. So, where's this guy right, from? He's this from Drenatar, but he's 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 doing mining in Rigel Vertex. Once he gets off the out of the hive, he goes to Rigel Vertex to mine the tritantalum crystals, and uh, 
the locals and Reg, one of the, one of the civil war factions in Regal, Regal Vertex is resentful of these outsiders coming in and mining their valuable crystals, these colonialist ex, uh, exploiters. And so they attack and uh, they have to, the miners have to be able to defend themselves to some level. So I would say he has probably some basic firearms experience because they yeah. probably circle the wagons, you know, against these tribal natives and uh, have to be able to okay. defend a perimeter. I like that. Let's see. How do we write that as an aspect? Let's see. Um, uh, something, something uh, West. Yeah. Like uh, a, a, a um, gunslinger, like, or, um, <clears throat> Yeah, sort of a sort of a a wild west, uh, uh, you know, protecting the camp mentality, right? Um, um, protect uh, uses using using firearms to protect the worksite yeah, or something. A gunslinger uh, out of necessity. I don't know. I don't feel like I've got that fully, but uh, we can work on that. But I get what you're saying. It's good. I like it. Uh, don't uh, that one doesn't? How would we tag that one? Yeah, that one be hard to tag negatively, but it's okay. Um, uh, I'll put put protect. So these are all his um, aspects. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I wonder if we want to pause there and like do some I, other... you, I mean, you, you could, if we, I guess if we wanted, we could say he has an itchy trigger finger. Oh. That's, because that's a, that's a good go. negative, but he's, he, yeah. he's very, he's used to having to, to mine this stuff and they could get attacked at any time. And so they tend to, t- they would tend to shoot first and ask questions later. Suspicious, uh, itchy trigger, trigger finger. Yeah. Um, a very effective, I don't know, effective, but uh, itchy trigger finger. How about that? Because that gets you good Some with bonus and, but also right. negative. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Let's let's pause on Archer and let's get let's get like everybody's kind of first two, and then we can. Let me look at what we got in here. Let's see what's the maybe maybe, moment maybe, of crisis when we all meet. So. Like the first yeah. two are before we meet, and then we all meet after that. Right. So, it's so let's get, let's get everybody set up, and then, yeah, moment of crisis. I like it. All right. Uh, why and I we're not necessarily that? picking someone from our world, right? Or our no, world. I think they could be from you, any system. You right? can pick any place in the system, in the in the sector. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just picked mine because I it was mm-hmm. the, the, figuring out a guy from the hive was the easiest. Like I was able to make the easiest jumps from there. For my character, but you might find that you might think the same thing. Like, hey, I, I can do. I think I want to do a too. smuggler uh, from the cyber communist. Uh, nice, <laughs> Acheron. Yeah, there you go. Okay, smuggler from Acheron. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, so let let's take a step back. He's from Acheron. Mm-hmm. Um, why? What's his? Do we want to give him a name? Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, no worries. I can I can hear you paging through the names. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like kidding. This is uh, this is similar. This is very reminiscent of Powered by the Apocalypse, where you can quickly yes. get on a stream of consciousness and talk your way through. Uh, oh yeah, no, this is what elements, I love about it. Elements. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, uh, Africa, Asia. Uh, you know, I, I cyber communists. What if we went with uh, like some sort of Slavic name here? Europe uh, is Slavic. Yeah, Slavic names. Uh, Jack Sasserni. Uh, Jackie Chotheroff. <laughs> <laughs> Radoslav Landowska. <laughs> Zikov Malenkov. Uh, Zikov is good. Zikov, all right. We'll call him Zikov. I'll say I'm gonna go Z I K O V. Yep, Zikov okay. from Macaron. Yeah, he's all right. So he grew up in the um, in the collective, um, the, the cyber slum. communists in the slum. There's mm-hmm. no slums on Arcturon. That's fine. What's what are they smuggling? If everyone gets everything they need, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a it's a it's a it's a. But this is an interesting question. Um, the the cyber communists. It's actually a it's a working communist society according to the according to the mm-hmm. what we have in there. All right. Um, so there wouldn't be a slum. It would just be but, all kind of the basic everything around. Yeah, you, but, you, like people have what they need, but 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 I'm okay with this. Like what. Maybe there is. Uh, there was something in the um, in the description, like they did fight over because humans got to fight over something. It was the nodes or whatever. Like so, that that those were your yeah. like, your your Politburo members that have the fancy dachas that they could go to. Those are the those are the guys that run the nodes. Like right, those are your, right, right. your plum um, appointments. You know, the government maybe appoints can, you um, to run one of the nodes. He can get people into places. Nice. Yeah, um, so maybe he's maybe he's a node runner. Well, what are what what is a cultural precept? What do they? What is a cultural precept? Like, what if you smuggled? Hmm. Yeah, like, but what if it's something stupid? Like, yeah, like, uh, like the 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 guys that control the nodes wear purple sashes. So you like you and they're like they have all these things that prevent uh, these purple sashes from being counterfeited. But you found a way to like. With you know, and you need to smuggle some of the stuff to get it, but you can you can you can create these purple sashes that up until you get to really close scrutiny, it's impossible to tell. So like people like you know, you sell them to people and they go to like parties and like, oh yeah, you're a node controller. Oh yeah, I don't know. I'm just spitballing. So he's a smuggler of counterfeit things that are yes, above and beyond what the normal plebes all have access to. Right, right. Counterfeit, richy rich, government type shit. Yes. What do you think? So sure. Maybe the, the communists are not as communist as they think they are. Oh, they never are. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why you have to purge every seven years. You have to purge mm-hmm. the, the guys yep. that aren't that are starting to, to veer off the system. You gotta keep it gotta keep it going. Stalin's got to kill all his generals every now and then. Yep, yep. Got to keep, keep right. things fresh. All right, so, uh, you know, think about Zikov growing up on Archeron. Uh, mm-hmm. How do I say it, Kyle? Archeron? Acheron? Acheron. 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 I'm never adding an R at the beginning. This R is silent. 
It's, it's got the silent R. <laughs> it's, it's silent and also not. It's, can I just say? Can I say Akron? Akron. Um, yeah, sure. Akron. 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 All right. Uh, so Zikov, growing up on Akron, what you know, what what happened in his life? What's his? What you know? What? How did he? How did he get into this business? How did he go down this path, Hollywood? Uh, how did he go down this path? Um, I feel like the the communist collective is somewhat of a poverty level below middle class kind okay. of thing. The general, and the living, the the basic level of living is is, is not great. Not yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, his mother died because mm. she could not get medical treatment. Mm. And since then, he's sort of fought against the system to smuggle things that people need. Okay. I got it. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe he, maybe there, maybe there's an aspect of like, uh, yeah, maybe it was like, she could have gotten the medical treatment, but like it was denied or something. Right. Uh, so yeah. maybe what if, what if his smuggling is related to giving people illicit medical treatments too? Ooh, I like that. Okay. Uh, so smuggling, uh, healthcare. And they have access to Rigel Vertex. Uh, let's see, Civil Wars there. So, but but uh, so, what we need from his from what like as a character, mm-hmm. what like give me two aspects from his his early life in you know in on um, phase one Akron. growing up, Akron. Yeah, give me two aspects like that that persist in him today. Like we've kind of got the sense he's this smuggler guy um, now, but like, so when he was growing up, something, some part of his character that was formed in that time, that's still, you know, a benefit, a negative, both. Like if his, uh, if his mom died from lack of medical care, then he could be resentful of government or, yeah, uh, or worshipful like of doctors, you know, thinking that doctors are these magic people that, um, he's, you know, something he's, like he's resentful of the system for sure. So uh, resentful of the system, of, he resents of the system. Does is he going to be like? Is does he uh, has he picked up any kind of medical knowledge? Like, is he? Or is there something with his smuggling or counterfeiting? Some special thing that allows him to be a good smuggler or counterfeiter? Uh, or he uh, could have been, he could have had to talk his way past, you know, through the oh. system or past people to, to get yeah. supplies, yeah, medical yeah. supplies for his mother. Yeah. You know, there's stuff like that. I was just going to say, he, way. he's, he's a really good people person and a charmer. Um, uh, how about this? Uh, uh, a charmer, a charmer who hates the system. So he's like a snaky charmer. Yeah. So he's kind of maybe it's there's some sort of self conflict in there, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, or or um, uh, he works the he works the system. 
but hates himself for it, but hates it or, but hates himself, hates himself for it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling that one so much, but, um, and then, um, is there like, he's a charmer. He, um, is there, is there something we could make, uh, like the fact that he's a charmer that's negative too, that we could, how, like, how did he get his charm? Uh, he grew like, well, he definitely lies a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, compulsive liar. Char- <laughs> also charming, char- char- charming, uh, charming, compulsive liar. How about that? I like Yeah. That. Yeah. Because then he'll find himself lying Perfect. in cases where yeah. even he doesn't mean to lie or want to lie. He'll just have yeah. to do it. It's compulsive. Okay. Um, and if you think about the next phase is kind of his... Uh, so this would be... Like, that was supposed to be him. Although we're kind of morphing into the two. Uh, if you if you want to just... Like, like one of the things that you can do in Fade is you can just leave uh, aspects blank. And then we can... Like, as you kind of learn the character, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um because you've kind of done growing up and starting out. I feel like these are kind of both. Mm-hmm. If you want to pull more aspects, you can, or we can just pause there. Until Let's we pause get... there and move on to another yeah. character, because I can always right. add something. Exactly. James, you want to try, or do you want me to go? Um, You can go ahead. I kind of have an idea, but it'll give me a little more time to think about it. Think something. about it? Okay. Uh, I have nothing, so let's see. Let me look at, let me look at our cluster here. Um... Um, I got reliquary. Hmm, that's fascinating. Yeah, plague doctor steampunk guy. Yeah, plague doctor <laughs> steampunk guy. Hmm. Uh, why would he be out in the system? How did he get out, and what is he gonna bring? Uh, it's got to be like a, a, a um, you know, some sort of MacGuffin related to the. Seismic fault. You know, he's looking for some clue about what's down Ooh. there, something like that. Ooh, I don't think I want him to be a plague doctor, though. I think uh, <laughs> you know he's going to be from the lowest tech world, so I'm feeling like this guy's going to kind of be a brute, maybe. But you know, maybe. Or, but you know, if he's looking for something, if the MacGuffin he, is related he, to the, I mean, he could be the archaeologist. <laughs> you know, that's the yeah. planetary archaeologist that's search that that's trying been trying to warn his people about. Uh, Oh, strip like mining this. and the ancient evil it's going to unlock. And they're like, what ancient Relic- evil? You're full of shit. Yeah. And he's looking for proof of the ancient evil. Uh, oh, reliquary archaeologist uh, Mulder. <laughs> yeah, the truth is out there. Out in yeah. the rest of the system. Like Nobody this- believes him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to, to get him off reliquary, but okay. Uh, let me let me get a name here. Let's yeah, n- none of that has anything to do with how he grew up, but... <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to roll back to that, but no, getting the concept is good. Let's see. Uh, Ooh, cosmic names. Oh, that's no good. Um, uh, I don't even know what these are. Zulu names. <laughs> I like the idea of him being like a, like appearing to, at least appearing to everyone else as a slightly crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah. 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 No names. Let's see. Canadian names. Oh, Canadian would be good. Oh, his name is his name is Sterling Zimmer. That's it, right there. <laughs> top name. <laughs> top men. Top men. Sterling Zimmer. We've got Sterling Archer in this. 
to Sterling and Archer. It's a character. Yep. Sterling Zimmer. All right. Uh, so he grew up. He grew up on Reliquary. Um, uh, he be, he's an archaeologist. Uh, let's see if there's any aspects I can think of for that. Grew up uh, in uh, Reliquary. Um, be a good aspect. Like he's growing up. He's uh, he likes history. He likes um, he's like um, I think maybe like conspiratorial mindset would probably be. Oh if, yeah, if that's a good. If one. he's if he's out there looking to to find the truth about the seismic fault and nobody wants to listen to him, that he would uh, probably head down the head down the path of you know great at finding conspiracies. Uh, conspiracy. Here, this is a this is a good aspect. Uh, but it also even when not real, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you, you even can lead when paranoia. not right, real, yeah. Okay. Um, so my charming compulsive liar is going to make up some shit you believe. <laughs> yeah, you guys are sure. match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to. I think I feel like he would be good at like if I'm thinking like Call of Cthulhu. Um, uh, we'll say, um, great at hitting the library, uh, even when it's not needed. I don't know. That's a tough, uh, I'll say, uh, great at hitting the books. How about that? Doesn't have to be negative. He's a historian. Yeah. <laughs> or he's a, yeah, just a bookworm. Yeah. Um, single, single, uh, single-minded, uh, conversationalist. <laughs> oh, you can't, can't shut up about his, about his conspiracy. Like, he'll, he'll yeah. draw, he'll turn every conversation to talking about the ancient evil that he's trying to right. <laughs> uncover. I love it. I feel like I've got this guy. All right. Uh, James, how's it going? All right. I'm going to try. Having my character from Terra, Linda Terra, Terra Vinda. Yeah. Okay. All right. From Terra Vinda. Uh, what's what's what is that Terra Vinda? Let's see. Terra so, they don't know. Yeah, anything. they don't. They don't know anything. I like it. All right. Um, what are, what are you thinking? So I was thinking, my character is going to be kind of like a astronaut. You know, type. Oh, it's like uh, what's the? Uh, it's like Buck Rogers, right? It's thrown into like nobody's gonna mm -hmm. believe him. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But it's gonna be a. I'm gonna do a female character. Oh, mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, I I love female characters. Astronaut from uh, society uh, that does not know. I'll just say that about a sector. Okay. Do you have a name? Um, yeah, I did a thing on the random. Yeah. I came up with Mar that's why I picked female because it sounded more Mara Soltis. Oh, well, it's, how do you spell the last one? Um, they had an S O L T I C E. Nice. Uh, very good. Very good. All right. Uh, okay. 
Um, Teravinda. All right, so uh, let's talk about Mara's growing up in Teravinda. So uh, she's obviously an astronaut. Is there something? Yeah, like- just kind of like she grew up. Um, it's kind of like a twenty-first century kind mm-hmm. of like a Roman kind of type deal. Nice. Like okay. Like not like a totalitarian society, but you know, kind of like the way Rome was. Okay, the Republic. Yeah. Okay. But uh, from from when we're, we're going to talk about Mara, though, what like uh, what oh, okay. distinguishes yeah. her? Um, the fact that she ended up, you know, working her way up to be an astronaut from like mm-hmm. her beginning is like a big achievement to her family. Okay, but, but uh, um, so she's like the family paragon or whatever that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like she like achieve more than like you know normally they would expect it so right. she has the weight of expectations on her shoulders oh mm-hmm. nice uh uh weight uh heavy well let's say heavy expectations on her shoulders yeah. how about that that's uh, good v- very capable but aware of the of the weight of the expectations what uh let's talk about how is she capable what's she good at well i mean obviously she's good at like tech at least on her world tech I mean, all right you yeah. know like in a pot, uh, you know whatever you know things that astronauts would normally be good so okay. she's probably got a good like ability to like you know figure things out so she can uh, pilot an apollo space capsule yeah or if, yeah like, let's <laughs> we could give her let's think about things that would make her a great pilot it's like um uh uh what's what's like let's see uh very how about um uh, <laughs> how about if it flies i can i can pilot it mm-hmm. yeah instinct for the pilot yeah. instinct yeah, just, yeah that makes sense yeah i mean it's not much different than hitting womp rats with my t16 back home exactly that's exactly mm-hmm. the aspect yeah um ba, ba, ba. uh what else we got uh, and it's something I, put, I just put like because she's kind of seen things but she doesn't really know what they are and this has kind yeah. of made her like withdraw a little bit because people are starting to think that like what's you know because there are planets in a cold war so then they get kind of suspicious of people and so are you thinking like she's uh, like so think of it like as we if we zoomed forward a little bit like or like everybody's going to meet up like she's she's gotten away from Terravinda has she gone back since then or is she just uh um maybe uh, ran away from her expectations she, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay is she supposed to be like are they, are they still supposed to be on their home their planets or is she no, supposed well, to be I mean no no this is her backstory right she's going to be like there would probably be no way for unless we all meet up on Terravinda for some reason. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, think about. So then, um, maybe she just decided to try to like push something just because she had a hunch, and it kind of pushed her out into where she didn't expect to end up. Is uh, there a space gate that she discovered? <laughs> I like it. Like an ancient like alien it. space gate. Yeah, something that. Uh. Uh, ancient. I'll write that down. Yeah, ancient. Uh, gate uh, to another system. We'll figure that out in a minute. 
Well, um, she's she's tagged to uh, Nohogantu and Drinatar mm-hmm. and Relic. Well, Larry, let's so let's leave it let's, let's leave it blank when we start doing the connections. Let's, mm-hmm. let's leave it blank for now. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do something like James. Do you think she's so? Uh, so remember this, like, okay, well, we can, we can pick that up in a minute. Maybe, uh, I think maybe it's good where she is. Maybe we stop there for right now. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Or did you want to get some other aspect to her? Um, no, no, I mean, I think this is good. I can try to work it out better as we go. All right. All right. Let's see. This is good. I like this kind of shit though. All right, so now let maybe uh, maybe our goal, and it's probably getting late for some of you guys. Uh, why don't we try and get through like the moment of crisis, and then we can call it for tonight. How does that sound? Mm-hmm. Yep, sounds good. All right. Um, so, uh, and I think well, let's just do this collaboratively. So, the moment of crisis is an event that created change in the character. Uh, the moment of crisis must reference the character of the player to your right. You want to bring them in as an observer, a participant, or even the focus of the event. Um, this is an opportunity to help define another character as well as your own. Um, and then just to, to look ahead, um, you go, you do sidetracked, um, which is like something happened out of your control, and that's the character to your left. Uh, you look at their moment of crisis, um, and maybe that's what sidetracked you. I guess you don't have to do it that way, um, but let's let's try it. I don't know. Um, let's start with Kyle. So the character to your right would be Zikoff. Um, so, what was uh, Archer's moment of crisis? And if you want some help, I can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, at the moment I'm thinking, do I, does he, is it something that happens while, where I see him on, or encounter him on Rigel Vertex while mining, or maybe I'm delivering a shipment to Akron of the... It, it, of it's the totally up to you. It says uh, they could be an observer, a participant, or even the focus of the event. It can be go from he was just there to he was the key part of it. Um, let me think. What if your itchy trigger trigger finger killed uh, someone who was innocent that was close to me? Ooh, yeah. I was thinking like maybe we're delivering uh, tachyon crystals to uh, Akron. Try tantalum crystals, tachyon crystals. Sorry. Jesus, get it right. <laughs> we're inventing this world. So these tritachyon, <laughs> these tritachyon ah, crystals fucker. are being delivered to. <laughs> to Akron and uh, um, something happens uh, to disrupt this shipment and uh, perhaps would be so uh, let me let me ask you this how was Archer uh, why was he so he's working on Rigel Vertex uh, getting the My, yeah, mining the crystals mining the crystals like is he like? Did he get called out? Like, was there uh, like? Does he go on the delivery runs to Archeron? Yeah, because I think Archeron. I think they I think these are these are traveling teams of uh, of miners, right? So or, or uh, 
what's mm-hmm. uh, mercenaries mercenaries not quite the term i'm looking for yeah so, like, yeah but like, like a, a, contractors basically i don't right. know they're 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 teams that are hired out to go do this because it's dangerous work right um and then they they will go and do the delivery because they get to get a cut of it because it's so dangerous okay. right so that makes sense so uh, that's why he would be with the okay. that's why he'd be part of the delivery team all right so unless, there's like a um, Go ahead. Zikov, I was going to say, unless Zikov was smuggling him, he could, Zikov could be a coyote. Ooh. Mm. Smuggling him for what? Um, yeah. I mean, I was just thinking, like, maybe he was, they're smuggling him to get to that Archron because they think it's a better place to live and they get out of being, like, you know, miners in that, you know, in Roger. Oh. Yeah. What, would Zikov believe that or would he be doing it callously just to make money, maybe? Would he would he coyote people into Arkron to because he doesn't I don't think he's a big fan of Arkron. Yeah, he doesn't like. But maybe, society. but he is a big yeah. fan of money. Perhaps I don't know. I I was thinking uh, kind of like uh, you know that movie Outland. You've got the miners and they're taking drugs to keep going, and uh, Zukov is uh, <clears throat> involved in smuggling in drugs. To the mining companies. Oh, this is good. Oh, so so think? say that say that they're while the, well so while we're delivering the the tri tantalum crystals, um, I'm passing off drugs. Y- y- you're you're yeah passing off drugs. And, it's the triangle. It's like the triangle trade. Yeah. yeah, and you get you get found out, and your partner gets killed. Yes. Oh, um, nice. And uh, but <clears throat> but. Uh, the question is now, why would I then want to like, uh, but maybe I don't kill your partner, but somebody on the team, like maybe the, I don't know, management um, kills your partner. And I don't, I don't, it, it turns into a matter, starts to turn into a massacre. And I'm, I, I uh, rebel against that. And I don't know, we attack the mining team because it gets me, it does two things. It gets me out of the mining team and then it connects right. me to, Zikov. So what if what if uh what if the uh person who like the like your direct supervisor on your mining team is just as this absolute asshole and maybe he's in like like kind of a crazy guy and he's the one that catches the the um Zikov's partner and like you know basically like didn't need to kill him but did and you saw it all happen and you're and it just like changes Archer like Archer just snaps like he didn't really he wasn't really happy in this in this thing, and he snaps when he sees this, and so he kind of. Or, uh, or better yet, it's it's. I, I saw, <clears throat> I witnessed the massacre, and uh, now I know too much, and so the 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 supervisor is going to kill me too. Yeah, and me yeah. and me and Zikov escape. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's start so writing now. Now I'm, now. <laughs> now I'm on the run. Yeah, and Zikov <laughs> is going to help me. Yeah, yeah you got to write that down. Yeah, yeah. That's a good story. It is. Okay. Do you uh, do you guys like the movie Outland? Uh-huh. I haven't seen it. I, I have not seen it either. Unbelievably, I need to. I think, and I, I think I remember looking for it to see oh, which which streaming service can I watch it on, and I don't think it was available. Isn't it on um, Netflix? I don't. I don't, I don't know. know if it goes on the Plex. Is it, are you on the Plex, Kyle? I've got Plex. Um, no. But mainly, yeah, I but... use it to see if I can't play something. It's like, oh, this is yeah. available on nine other services that you don't have. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, this is no, the movie I, with um, Sean Connery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it a long time ago. It's like a western in space. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sean Connery's the new sheriff, and there's a drug thing going on, and yeah. Does it even have like a shotgun too? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Outland. Uh, 1991 or 81 sorry it looks like it's not available in any of my selected services yeah this will be um homework for everybody to watch outland yeah all right uh i like it all right so we need to pull some aspects from this story yeah um so well i guess i guess knows too much or yes that's perfect knows too much yeah Knows too much uh, uh, and uh, uh, mining miner mining supervisor is an enemy. Like an yeah, enemy, I think is. I, a... I, I, and I think it's because yeah, like uncovered a a, and we can figure oh, out what un- it is later. But un- uncovered a conspiracy, uncovered. right, amongst the mining. Oh, you know who's going to be really interested in this is Sterling Zimmer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It goes all the way to the top, man. All the way That's to the top. right. <laughs> so it's damn corporations. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I, so say it's say there's some and like so there's some complicity between the mining teams and the cyber communist government and and uh, Archer and Zikoff witnessed something and now they know too much and are on the run. I think that's. Yeah. That's so. so I, I think I'm going to put, I'm gonna put, bo- I'm gonna put both of you guys with that aspect that it knows too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you want to? Is there something positive you can think of that came from this story that would that Archer could do? Like um, some sort of, you know, a uh, like uh, a cool piece of equipment. I think can also be an aspect. Um, did you? Was there something? Yeah, I don't know. They, he has he has the a, a, a MacGuffin that can help him in some way. Uh, well, I mean, you need to be, you, yeah, you, you actually have to define the MacGuffin in the system. <laughs> yeah, no, what I, is it? <laughs> well, he was able yeah, to survive. What, so something maybe like, related oh, to survival. Like yeah, how he, or, or he's got some key piece of data or something that, oh. that could, that could unlock the conspiracy, but it needs, but, you yeah. know, more, more pieces. <laughs> but you see what James, James is probably giving you more of a benefit to your character. Like, uh, like you're, you could tag an aspect that, like, when the shit hits the fan, I don't panic. Yeah, like he's quick, quick. Yeah, no, actually, yeah. That's, that's actually a very good one because this, yeah. he, he, he reacted coolly to the situation and was able to extricate himself. And you know, Zikoff may have a similar, may right. be able to pull a similar aspect of, hey, we, well, we, maybe, yeah, I wouldn't let that we, one copy. He'd want to do something else. But, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. That is a great, I think story or you know i i went like cool as a cucumber and zikoff went the agent of chaos route you know like there's yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah. Like like there's two, two different ways to respond to the scene mm-hmm. yep not that it has uh, to be i just kind of picture seacoff just like not giving a shit but he just wanted to get out of there and if you come and help them that would be the way it would go yeah uh, all right, Zikov, did you want to tag any? Like, I mean, you can come up with. You have to come up with another story that involves Sterling. But uh, did you could tag an aspect from this too? Why not? I already gave you nose too much. Yeah. <laughs> did you want to do something with like uh, something like when shit hits the fan? Uh, 
something, 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 something. I think it's kind of like a rage almost. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just write it this way. When the shit hits the fan, I go berserk. Yeah. I like it. That's a good one. All right. Uh, all right. So now, Zikoff, uh, we need a uh, story from you that with ties Sterling. Sterling, right? Yes. Uh, and what was Reliquary like again? It was the Victorian steampunk pollution. The That's right. and, and remember, Sterling, uh, like there's the ancient. There's the system that's preventing the earthquake there. Mm-hmm. Uh, massive seismic fault. And Sterling, like maybe it's hidden that there's this ancient technology preventing the seismic fault. And Sterling perhaps has uncovered something. Maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. People tend not to believe him because, you know, he's <coughs> he's a single-minded conversationalist. As... Uh... Have I given him some line of bullshit that he believes that actually isn't true? Yeah, but like, uh, so how? But it needs to be like an event. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so, so let's let's flesh it out. Uh, how did we? So Sterling, where would he be? You're you're mostly between um, Archeron, and now we know that you've gone to Rigel. Uh, yeah, I don't actually you... have access to reliquary. No, let's let's look in the sector. Is there some place like I feel like uh, Sterling would have left on his quest to figure this shit out? <laughs> where would you Where would you go? I hear like... Rigel Seven is the best part of Rigel Vertex. <laughs> nice. Uh, maybe we should involve like Thuvia or oh. What if uh, uh, what if something happened on Endillion? Uh, like maybe uh, what if someone told like maybe you were on what if what if Zikov was told like there was something uh, there was some medical technology on Endillion that would uh, be a humongous and there probably is but be some amazing medical breakthrough. There's a there's a disease. Uh, there's a disease on Archeron, Archeron. Um, not end all disease, but there's some there's some disease going on. And, and the, the, has like the cure cancer pill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe this is what your mother died from disease on Archeron. Yeah, I mean that that sounds good. Uh, and um, you went to Andillion, and uh, we had an adventure there, and something happened. Uh, adventure on Dillion. Um, something. What is it? Moment of crisis. So it should be a moment of crisis. So something bad happens. Like I feel like Andillion would give you a lot of bad things. Uh, it would. You've got um, the potential microvirus. Yes. This um, is the um, super advanced planet or system. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, you were exploring. You were exploring the Dyson sphere, uh, and something happened to you. Something bad. What happened to you? 
you're looking for this medical technology. Yeah, and 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 I must have found the necrovirus as well. Oh, okay, and found the necrovirus. All right, and Sterling was there. Uh, you know, maybe he's he. You know, he was searching for his. Um, uh, he's maybe searching he for necrovirus. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's That's searching for something. <laughs> No, but he, but his, his main focus is on uh, reliquary and the, in the ancient, like he yeah. have it in Dilly, you know, he was looking for something about the seismic stuff. Uh, but he, like, he comes upon, um, you, you've discovered the necrovirus. Uh, maybe you're like, uh, you know, it's a, it's an abandoned part of the Dyson sphere. There's nobody around. And, you know, we're, we're walking through these tomb like, cities uh empty i'm thinking like you know like a an elric style like you know just this this abandoned city and i come upon sterling comes upon zikov uh, convulsing uh from this virus that's this uh, ah, uh, uh -huh. nanovirus and uh uh somehow somehow sterling is able like or maybe i don't know how to fix you maybe i just get you out of there and you know, I can I kind of bring you back to consciousness, but there's still something wrong with you. You put like some some cricket paste on me or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sterling, Low tech, uh... yeah. Some tussin. Did yeah, some tussin. <laughs> uh, did the were the Andillians uh, perhaps there involved in the ancient uh, thing that is in reliquary? Maybe I don't start. Let's leave that open. I don't know. I don't mm -hmm. know what Sterling found. This is about Zikoff, though. This is like you, you were looking for this. Did you like, and yep. uh, I think I'm going to, I would say my thinking is you didn't find it. I had to, I had to pull you out of there there. And, yeah. but I think there, there could easily be some aspects related to the necrovirus that you could have. What does the necrovirus do? Hey, it's up to us, man. Does it, destroy everything you know it maybe what it does in our world is it um it gives you uh great intelligence but robs you of all sympathy all compassion I, and i'm just spitballing like, uh... yeah because i would think if um he would only be going after something that would help him. He wouldn't really want something that. Although I guess he could yeah, use I was, it. I was now. looking for the, basically the cure cancer pill, and I got right, the necrovirus. You got the necrovirus. This is not what you wanted, but like, yeah. uh, I'm wondering if like if somehow it, like it's like a latent infection in your brain, and like maybe you have this ability to make these amazing mental leaps but then there's gotta then but then there's something really bad that happens too what if the necrovirus was like the proto um thing from from that show <laughs> i don't the know the, uh, the expanse the expanse yeah. the proto molecule it yeah. so it it uh helps you um it basically sends your brain to another level of evolution at the cost of your humanity <laughs> right it changes yeah. the dna of your body Changes the DNA of everything it comes in contact. Maybe with. that. Maybe that's what the some of the Andillians are using to ascend to their. Yeah. Their, you know, it's like that, that's the dirty like secret it. is that they're using the necrovirus to uh, 
to trans begin their transhumanic humanity uh, voyage. Yeah. So All unknowingly, right. he might destroy the whole world. Yeah, I like it. But, but the necrovirus so, also destroys like plant life and turns animals into something else. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we don't want to make you like. I mean, we don't want this thing to be over before it starts, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be. The necrovirus can't change your character into something that can't play the game. So right. <laughs> What if I just I think, get a sample of it? Yeah, I, I think I think it's carrying the nuclear virus, uh, usually dormant. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, this could be this could be great, but very crazy shit can happen. I like this as an aspect. Like uh, we can pull on that. We can pull on that plus a negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's mostly dormant. It. It's sitting inside your body, like you know. Maybe some. Maybe you're like a you know you're a latent superhero, but only like. But then, but then, like very bad things. Like you know, like you you can ex- extrude a pseudopod and like rip a guy's face off. Well, what about what about like uh, yeah, like um, say it's a corrupted or incomplete necrovirus where it can give him random. Good effects or random bad effects? I don't that's know. That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's, yeah. it's wild magic necrovirus. It, basically, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's it's so so it's not the it's not the full necrovirus. It's just exactly. some that's you got exactly some corrupted file download of the yep. of the necrovirus, an uncontrollable like one. And that's why when the shit hits fan, I go berserk. Yeah, you go totally yeah. necro wild magic. Well, or we tag both of those. Like that triggers your necrovirus. Like mm-hmm. when 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 you're in a stressful situation, like you know, maybe we roll a we flip a coin and you either get something that helps you or something that like hurts everyone. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. That's good. Okay. Uh, are you happy with that? Did you want to get another yeah. aspect? I think that's a pretty no. good aspect. Yeah. That's, no, that's really cool. All right. Sterling Zimmer. Uh, and Mar- Mara Solstice. Uh, oh, this this could work out. Let's see. So I need my uh, yeah. moment of crisis. Uh, so Sterling uh, is always searching. Where might he? Have, where might he have run into Mara? What like Mara found an ancient alien gate and left, got out of Terravinda. Where did where did she end up? It, um, it would either be No Nogahatu, uh, Drinitar, or Reliquary. She uh, walks out. Actually, of, she walks out of the seismic vault or the seismic vault on Reliquary. That's and, pretty uh, fucking Ster- good. Sterling's, yeah. Sterling's like, holy shit. Yeah, maybe this I happened earlier it. than I the other it. story. Yeah. Maybe uh, and maybe Sterling did something that caused her to leave. So that could always but she doesn't know that. So it could be kind of like an underlying thing that yeah. he's the one that caused uh, her to leave her planet. Investigating investigating the um, alien tech to keep reliquary. Uh, safe. Uh, unknowingly, I like this. Unknowingly, triggered alien gate. Uh, that brought Mara 
the reliquary. Uh, this was Sterling's uh, first confirmation, first evidence of a real conspiracy. And I feel like it's going to be like the Superman scene, like, like I mean, I'm I'm messing around in the alien tech, and you know, I'm like flipping switches, and like I hear this big boom, and I walk outside the alien vault. And it's like the Superman thing in the field and like Mara's spaceships, like, like there's a big spark <laughs> on the ground and like she walks out of there and like, she didn't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So we have this like, who the fuck are you? Where'd you come from? So we have this whole like. Yeah, that would work because they both conversation. Not, yeah. Wouldn't be knowing, trusting either to like, who the hell is this? Right. Kind of thing. right. Um, so what, what, what aspects could I get from that? <clears throat> and let's see. Brought Mara to Reliquary. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, I think this conversation went like maybe she was finally impressed with like just how um, uh, people. Uh, I, how about I wear people down with my earnestness? Or my honesty? Earnestness? I don't know. Let's go with earnestness. Earnestness, yeah, would be sort of a, a kind of a lack of guile. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so you're very, yeah. you're very just saying what you're thinking and. Right. And I was able, like, I think this is like Mara may have been suspicious, but like she finally realized that like, okay, you know, this guy's just too much of a, a dweeb, <laughs> a dweeb think, to be making all this shit up. Um, and I think you're, uh, you're from the, like Sterling's from the lowest tech mm-hmm. world, I think. And so is always going to be the, the guy that's, that's like, Whoa, that's cool. Like how did yeah. you do that? You know, like just to, to peppering people with questions to the point of annoyance. Gee whiz, that is cool tech. That is cool. How did you do that? I'll I'll do that. I don't know. I then, uh, yeah, I don't know how good I'm. At, I need a I need a positive one. Those feel negative. Uh, but yeah, no, that's good. I get it. Um, I mean, his inqui- the, the inquisitive nature could be positive too. That he's that he never stops asking questions. That that's yeah. Not necessarily how about this? Oh, I, I love the triggering the gate that brought Mara. That's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I am fast. I am fascinated by all this tech, but uh, I am also good at figuring out how it works. How about that? That that's how it works. Yeah, his inquisitive means he like it's all very new to him, but he's very quick to figure out how shit works. All right, He's I like those mathematician. He knows how it works. It's a conspiracy. Yes, yes. Well, that's his. Yeah, that's his. That's that's the that's the cost. All right, and then Mara, you've got to have you've got your trigger event. So maybe after Sterling brings you to Reliquary, you need something with Archer. <coughs> okay, so let's see. Um, let's see. So we're 
I brought you to Reliquary. I've been to Andillion and I've met Zekoff. Uh, so I could have been with Zekoff on Andillion. I mean, there's that possibility. Although that puts all of us together. And that puts all of us together. That may, it may be a little soon for that. We could do that. Yeah. Why not? But I think I'm just uh, how, to think, would, I, how else I get to it would be it would be back on Drenatar would be the only way to connect to Terravinda. The only way I was thinking, but it, she would meet Archer and Zinkoff at the same time, so that would yeah, work. yeah. I mean that would work on Andelian for sure. Well, but then yeah, you would have already. But met then you've got Sterling, Sterling too. too. Yeah. Like she could come. Sterling she and Zinkoff meet on Andelian. Why don't we? You know what? It it seems to fit that like we like somehow I convince her like that somehow maybe Sterling convinces Mara that the way to uh, I wonder maybe what if I can Sterling convinces her of some conspiracy theory and he convinces her to go along on this trip to Andillion. Um, I mean, at that point, like it's already Mara and Sterling going to Andillion, and then uh, I think all four uh, of us, Archer, all four of us Archer and Zikov, yeah, are yeah, to Andillion. So that's how, uh, I don't know, I don't if know. We're what do you guys or not, but we, we are, but I think it's okay. Maybe this is maybe this is our origin story. Maybe maybe the first adventure is our adventure on Andillion. I don't know. Or no, I think we no. Maybe that's our origin story where we all four met, and then we come up with the next adventure right after that. What about the whole um, thing that Archer was involved in with the uh, the massacre and my partner being killed and all that? What if that was triggered by uh, Mara appearing for a moment in a gate? that opened up hmm. as she was traveling from the one place to the other place. Oh. So she triggered it. Okay. No, so that uh, each, so that the miners, so that the, the mining guy thought that there was some sort of uh, sting or something. And the cyber communists thought the same thing. Cause this one person shows up out of nowhere and they're like, what did you do? And then they start shooting, but she wasn't <laughs> even there. Right, yeah, it, it was just—it was all a giant misunderstanding. <laughs> Maybe like her ship triggered something as it passed by, and it right. was such an odd ship that they couldn't identify it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like it was like they thought they thought like her passing through the region gave them a sensor hit that they thought meant that the the deal was screwed, and that's when it all went south. Maybe yeah, you, miners, maybe you you guys yeah don't even know maybe. Mara doesn't even know she did this, and maybe they don't know it yeah. was Mara. But we and have she, this. She connection. doesn't need to. Like, it, all she has to be is just some brief part of the. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'll work. It's, um, she's the only one that doesn't know anything about the system, so that way, wait, is it, isn't, this her, be... isn't this her moment of crisis though? So I think she it needs is. To know yeah, we really need Mara's but, moment of crisis. Yeah. Uh, she she needs to know what happened. So. Maybe right. maybe she realizes she she shows up and realizes she's the cause of something, and before she could do anything, she's gated out or whatever, you know. And so she has this guilt of dealing with of realizing oh, yeah. that she caused some sort of scandal or or you know caused people to get killed in this case, all just completely inadvertently. Yeah. So what aspects would we get from that? And I'm trying to figure out like how that she can know though. If she like if she's still doing where she passes through and triggers something. Well, maybe she she actually like maybe in trying to whatever whatever 
Sterling did to bring her to Reliquary, like she actually like she was conscious and appeared like her ship appeared uh, in this region where this deal was going down. And maybe like she actually had communications with him or something and she could see the shooting and all that kind of stuff. And then and then he and then he, he was trying a few to more, extricate herself from the situation. Yeah. And, and then he saw, flipped a few more switches violence. switches and she was she was basically removed before she could like explain to them what was really going on. So maybe this happened before contact. she before she met Sterling. Right. Right. This was in the process of her being uh, you know ported through her alien gate, right? She was she was yes. sent to the region where the deal was going down that went bad for uh Zikov. And she basically was somehow related to that, and she knows it. Yeah, so maybe so she's like trying to like guilt. she's trying to like figure out how to communicate with them, and she just messes things up worse. Right. And right. then, then while she realizes all this bad stuff's about to happen, and she's completely yeah. can't can't stop it. Um. Uh, so, what would an aspect be? I need to. Uh... I guess she could have some like self doubt. Just because um, she's always in a, a place that she doesn't completely understand. Yeah, um, everything everything is so crazy. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe I'll just make it explicit. Self doubt. Uh, I'm picturing her as Jodie Foster, and when she traveled through the gate. It's not her ship mm-hmm. that went there. It's her that went there. And she popped in. Right. And right. Maybe one of these people that gets killed is somebody she's been seeing in like uh, <clears throat> pre- premonitory dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny to think that three hours ago we were all looking at a blank piece of paper with six circles on it going, huh? Exactly. Isn't this great? <laughs> uh, can we think of another aspect? I've got the self-doubt one. Uh, is there a positive one? Um, um, let's let's go back. Let's see. It has to be very, rela- something related to her crisis. Uh, it, it. Yeah, I can feed from it. I'm kind of thinking like, you know, okay, like. Uh, how about how about an aspect that says I can fix this? Like maybe this um I can fix this? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so that like, would be good. That's like the kind yeah, of like, like the she's very determined. Thing. Like she's got this self-doubt, like, oh my God, like my world's just been, you know, kind of turned on its head. This bad shit happened. And like there is this self-doubt thing, but like <coughs> she's got she's got this self-confidence that like I, you know, like I'm the, I am the pride of my family. I, you know, I am this super duper astronaut. I mean, astronauts are not shrinking violets, right? Like, okay. Yeah. I like, despite the self-doubt, I can still fix this. Like I'm going to go like, figure um, out what happened to what happened on this weird alien gate and I'm going to go fix it. And she's got the um, Apollo 13 kind of thing. Like she can. Yeah. 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 Jerry rig stuff or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That too. Yeah, I was thinking more mentally, um, but yeah, mentally or jury rig. Well, at least conceptualize okay. it and then, you know, right. try to figure it out or whatever. Cool. All right. It's good stuff. Like Hollywood yeah. says, yeah, we were looking at 
like six blank circles a little <laughs> while ago. Yeah. Collaboration. No what you were talking about as you started to explain it, we're all like, huh? uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, said, very much a, very much that collaborative PBTA like just yeah. building your story feel yeah. for I, I yeah. think I think the PBTA is what has like enabled me to understand like because I read the fate rules years ago and I'm like huh and but playing PBTA helped me understand uh, a lot of like what they were trying to do because PBTA I think is this but a little bit easier and this is like advanced uh, I'm curious to see it in play and so at some point maybe uh, maybe when we have another curse of Strahd collapse we can uh, we can keep going yeah and very cool we're on hiatus <laughs> yeah strad strad hiatus yeah are, are is <laughs> he out for next month too uh, i don't think so but i'll ask <sighs> next okay. month would be coming up pretty quickly yeah let's do that we then started earlier would have because it'd be cool to see how this goes next yeah 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 well, I mean, there's there uh, we can do it another time and keep going. Yeah, yeah Strad, it's the next. Is that the, the second? second. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah. that October the seventh, I will definitely be out because I've got a wedding I'm going to that night. So, okay, I can't get out of. So, just a heads up there. For I think I'm out that weekend too. I think that's when we're going to Purdue. Off the check. October will probably be out because you know the twenty first is the AA the con. con. Yeah, we'll see as we get to it. Time is really going by fast this year. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, 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 crazy. Yeah. Well, that boys, was cool, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I, I, I feel like, like we got a lot done. Yeah. We did. Yeah. It's it's just and I, I like just talking with people and coming up with the shit. It's amazing how it all kind of yeah gels in your mind. Yeah, we could feed some of this into AI and get like a crazy book out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no! Oh yeah, we definitely could. Yeah, it is neat how like like starting with Kyle's character, how it just snowballed. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Well, thanks for uh, introducing yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, thanks you guys for playing. Yep. All right, boys. You have a good night. All right. Good night, guys.